0: What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. So no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery,
1: no more ballyhoo. This man sucks. I have received the Moderna vaccine, and now I'm giving away free Wi-Fi via five G. I was wondering because when I logged in to my with my iPad, it, it, it brought up. it was another option. Yeah. I had on it my. Uh, it said uh, Jobo wireless. That's right. <laughs> I went, well, look at that. I'm getting better signal than my uh, office. Than so. your frontier internet. <laughs> Thanks, Bill hard Gates. To, hard to believe. So this is going. So what you're telling me is this is going from Starlink right, directly to your arm. Yep. And then right to my iPad. That's correct. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. That's It's kind of badass. And as the vaccine slowly dissipates out of my musculature into the rest of my body. Mm-hmm. The signal will get stronger, really. Yeah, so it kind of. And, and I was given three free. So it's invites. a smart vaccine. Yeah, it is a smart vaccine. So it learns. It's a smart vaccine. It settled yeah. settled. It in. learns. And now I'm like I'm really bad at social cues, yeah. uh, and I'm getting better at math. Which I'm. I like shout out to Mr. Egan, my eighth grade math teacher, who said I'll never get any better at math than I than I peaked, and I, he was right until now. Until like a couple hours yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, <laughs> I'm not autistic. Uh, very few side effects uh now f- f- what f- what t- what did we let like, you uh, said your arm hurts uh, you know what it does uh but not as bad as like the flu vaccine the uh, flu vaccine like golf balled up within like an hour and yeah. was sore for like 3 days after woke me up in the middle of the night when i rolled over my shoulder mm-hmm. um i do have some just sh- like arm and shoulder pain and i can feel it getting kind of deeper like the pain is kind of deeper into my into my shoulder it's not just like uh you know out on the surface like it's kind of it almost feels like a, like almost like joint pain right but uh but then we were sitting here like an hour ago and i just sat here and all of a sudden got real real flushed and hot and i could feel myself like turning red and i got all clammy lasted maybe two minutes and then otherwise i'm feeling fine well, I that's am- because this is the i mean it's i mean you're kind of feeling a little a little gay right Right? Oh, I mean, yeah, much, much more gay than normal. So do you think it was because like, so when after they gave you the shot, do they give you like, do they show you photographs of, you know, naked women, then naked men? Yeah. And they want to, they check your dilation of your pupil to Absolutely. see, to see heart what's working. Rate, I was wearing a Holter monitor to check my heart rate and rhythm. Right. And they're like, oh, wow, he's throwing all sorts of weird stuff. And he, then they knew he, it was leaning towards the gay. That, that's really why they hold you for 15 minutes. It's not to see if you have a bad reaction. It's to see if you try to give some dude a hand job yeah. while you're in the waiting And then area. they know it's working yeah. correctly, and then they can let you go. They yep. know the gay like, All right, is, cool. is working. Here's your uh, free Celine Dion tickets uh, <laughs> and uh, an Elton John t-shirt. And Joe came in here, and he starts trading stuff out. He started he's just making suggestions. I tied it up. and like, this is fucking bullshit. Why is this sofa over here? Like I don't understand. This is the feng shui of this room is absolute dog shit. So I just started judging the shit out of them. So that's one little benefit to the vaccine. <laughs> so Wi Fi and gay. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, and hot flashes. So I, maybe I have menopause now. It's like I do feel the urge to, uh, you know, I don't know, move to Florida and mm-hmm. retire. <laughs> nice. No, so, but I, it, I, but I will you, tell you that, like, folks, you, it, but you once, did have like a like a weird feeling. A slight weird feeling. Uh, yeah. All uh, seriousness aside, there was a moment you came yeah. like, oh, I kind of, like, I kind I feel kind of flushed. Definitely. In all serious, seriousness. No, I felt, when you saw it, I don't know if I turned red, but it sure shit felt like it. Um... Honestly, I've had a hangover that, that, that happened to me. I would get hot flashes, and, and it was, I know exactly what it was. It was because I drank an entire bottle of Jägermeister. Oh. I was about oh. 21 oh. or 22.
2: Oh. 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 I, I
1: drank an entire <laughs> bottle over the course of a night, and oh I, didn't drink, I didn't drink any other kind of alcohol. And I woke up in the morning. I rem- Folks, if you don't have one specific hangover that you remember, then you've never actually properly drank. Oh, I do, and it was in Germany. Do- Oh yes. shit! The worst hangover I've ever had. I still think to this day was in. I don't want to get off on that topic. But by the way, do you know they actually serve at lunch? They have these little miniature Jäger uh, yeah. bottles at lunch. It's an after- at it's, the factory. It's a it's supposed to be an after. It's an after. It's not meant for uh for people to do shots of like it like you're supposed to have just a small. It's like a little a sip. What digestive is, sort of thing. Digestive. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. There's a but there's a couple other ones that are uh, one that I had that was like. You know that the Germans developed it because it it tastes like licorice because they just love that shit. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Bund- uh, Underberg? Underberg. Underberg okay. is what it's called. And I've never seen it in a full-size bottle. They're all like little one and a half ounce, you know, like, or like, a, I think it's like 150 mils or something like that. Right. It, you know, the metric system. Like a Royale with cheese. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: but they, it you can buy them here. I think I've seen them at Safeway before, but... I've eaten my buddy Tyson, which you know, you know, mm-hmm. uh, he bought some of that stuff be, for Thanksgiving. He said, "I he said I ate so much food one time that I was like stuffed to like like to the point where I was uncomfortably full, and I drank one of these. It settled my stomach, and I know sh-, he's like, I know shit was ready to eat within forty five minutes to an hour. Mm. And it just settles your stomach, and that's what they're supposed to. do, But it's got it's like. 80 proof but it's got all these different herbs and shit in there yeah, and The Germans, really, I mean, it really is packed full of shit i don't mean shit i mean weird stuff that does things to yeah. your body makes you just process food faster yeah uh so uh yeah but anyway no i drank i have this one specific hangover that i remember where i woke up in the morning and i was expecting a package in the mail because i was back when i was building my own computers and uh had a little party at my house got super drunk Woke up in the morning uh, just sweating profusely because I had a swamp cooler and it was middle of like July or something. I get up and then I'm standing there trying to make eggs and I actually shut the stove off and dump the eggs down the drain because I was like, there's no way I'm going to eat these. Mm -hmm. I can't do this. So I started drinking water and then I had another hot flash and I had to sit down. I I thought I was going to throw up and it was like I – then I uh, remember I had the package so I go outside in the heat and that just made it 10 times worse. And I basically just kind of shuffled my feet and walked out to the mailbox. Kind of like Tim Conwin, Carol Burnett. Remember when he's the old guy? And Carol yes. <laughs> Similar to that, more like the era of the Osbournes, where Oz, the way Ozzy kind of around, oh, <laughs> what the fuck? And he's all shaky. Yeah. That's how <laughs> I, I felt. <laughs> okay. I was so, have you ever drank so much you were hungover to the level of Ozzy Osbourne functioning daily? That's how I was. Yeah. And I, and that's the only other time I've really felt those kind of hot flashes before, and that's what happened when I was sitting here earlier. But, it went away within a couple of minutes, and yeah, How long did it actually last? About a, maybe minute to minute to to one to two minutes. And you yeah. you told me you go yeah I kind of feel kind of funny and I kept with you and you, you okay you you cool but, yeah you know, Paul's just afraid that I was gonna fall into out of the chair and then like we weren't gonna be able to record and he's like I, I can't think, I can't take him up off the floor like, part of it I'm gonna have to you know get a shovel I have to cut you in half right oh. <laughs> I don't know we're gonna fucking take him take him away in fucking installments. <laughs> Uh but your arm but your arms a little bit sore like a normal shot. Arms a little sore not but not nearly as bad as the flu shot. Right. My flu shot this year was the worst. So the second shot does it include the firmware? Is that when that gets? I think it's a firmware update. Okay. So so, so your so your Wi-Fi is better and yeah They're tracking the, the, Right now they can only track me Within like 10 meters or so Wherever I am So the, we're in a building now That's metal It's like a metal shell So are they able to Is there some magic They didn't tell me If they can the, really see Through the metal shell They didn't really tell me About that Okay The f- <laughs> The fact that people believe this bullshit that we're spinning, like people would listen to this and go, "Yeah, that's what QAnon told me is going to happen." But it's happen. easy to. Have, what I find what's fascinating, if I, if I just start going down this path of a conversation, I can just roll with it. I, I, you can just keep going. You can, and that's the and, great thing about conspiracy theories. You just like shoot from the hip. It's, yeah, and there is no end. Yeah. You can just keep. You know, yeah, but we talked about that before. How easy it is, and all that kind of stuff. I did. Uh, I did already receive my email from Bill Gates saying, "I'm sorry, we're all out of Microsoft." free software right so i wasn't in that first wave of vaccinations try your update at a later time the the spawn got her uh free windows she had the other one though right pfizer yeah she got the pfizer vaccine okay and when does her booster shot or Uh, she already has it uh, no she's got another two weeks i think okay two weeks uh, yeah, they told me 28 days minimum. You have to wait at least 28 days. So February, we talked about February that before 5th. the show. Yeah. They, they changed that. They kind of changed that because it was originally. See, they don't know. See, mm, they don't even know what's going on. Yeah, it's called science in real time. Yeah. Fucking, that's what I'm trying to tell these people. Yeah. About this uh, everything to do with COVID. Like, you remember I tapped out. I tapped out. And I said, you know, fuck this. I'm not engaging any of these assholes. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, even people that are friends of mine were haranguing me as early as like March hey man, is this, uh, is it real? I'm like, yeah, it's real, dummy. And, and then it got to a point where then people were just like trying to argue with me. Mm. Uh, they asked but, if it was real and you well, said yes, And then they would argue with well, you. Well, the thing is, is like, if you have a group of people and, and you're a fr- in that f- group of friends, right? And you're the one person that works in healthcare, just like if you're the one mechanic or the one computer one guy. One pilot, an airplane crash, people would call me like, hey, what happened? Oh, I think the motor broke. I'm pretty sure <laughs> it was in the sky and then landed unsafely right on a mountainside we call that so, a lawn dart a lawn, just dart. lawn darted right in the- that's not funny paul okay. Well, okay i don't know what to tell you what's funny is i'm not an faa inspector why'd you <laughs> ask me right well so these people uh would ask me and i do love them don't get me wrong they're my friends but like it got to a point where it was like every time i was in public i kept getting asked it was getting a little bit stories. overwhelming it, it and then on top of that three days a week i'm dealing seeing shit firsthand and then i hear the media talk about the some people talking about being fake and a giant virus and all this so it never goes like with my if i get asked it's like it, it, a while back it's what there is no comparison if some weird airplane crashed people would ask me for like a day or two and then it goes away for months it goes because, away yeah but this has never gone right. away for you right and here we are so, talking about it now and i can't well and i'm okay we're just like kind of exercising a demon yeah because okay. we didn't do a real 2020 recap last episode because we fucking bloviated. The power of Christ half. compels you. Right? The po- <laughs> <laughs> would your head going to start your spinning around? sucks dicks in hell. When's <laughs> <laughs> your, your head going to start spinning around? Oh, I don't know, man. I can't wait for that part, though. God, that's going to be great. Yeah. I'm going to get my phone ready. Shit. <laughs> uh, so, uh, <sighs> yeah, I, I kind of tapped out about May. I think that was when I last, last May was when I finally was like, I, I raised my voice at one of my friends and I felt like a real dick and I got up and I left the table kind of and I just clo- walked like away clo- clo- a close yeah. enough friend to where they were a friend yes very much yeah. so and close enough of a friend that I brought him back a souvenir from Hawaii that's how he felt, how it's he felt so bad about oh not because I, he felt I, bad not because I felt bad because he's that's my friend. how close they are it was months later he was that that good of a friend so right uh, uh the, I saw him a couple Keep days later Joe didn't bring me a goddamn thing back from Hawaii I brought you COVID. Oh, it's true. Yeah, them. it's yeah, tropical COVID, though. It's yeah. coconut-flavored. It's the <laughs> it's the kind that you'd find in a, in a drink, a nice, warm drink. Yeah, yeah. All right, It's like ahead. a Mai Tai with a COVID floater on top <laughs> instead of dark rum. <laughs> mm. COVID <laughs> floater. There's your COVID floater. <laughs> <laughs> oh Here's your lung biscuit. <laughs> lung biscuit is probably one of the nastiest You're, fucking terms ever. Hey, you heard about viral load? Yeah. Yeah, I got a viral load for you. There it is right for there, there for you. Gross.
0: Just anyway. so a close enough friend. You, and, so and you, I felt and you bad yelled you, at them.
1: Because he was like, we were there there was alcohol involved, and I finally just got fed. I was like, you know what? If you're gonna ask my opinion, it's not an opinion and then, you then argue I'm with state, you. state facts, and you're gonna argue with me about it, yeah, then don't ask my opinion. I'm fucking done with this conversation. Got up, paid my tab, and went home. Wow. And I saw him like two days later, I was like, Hey man, I'm I feel like a dick for the last time we he's like, No, man, I was drinking and I was being a horse's ass. Trying Mm -hmm. to play devil's advocate. And I didn't realize that you, uh, because after I got up and left, one of the other people sitting at the table was, uh, uh, her name's Jenna. And Jenna goes. Jenna. Jenna. She said, uh, I guess she told him, hey, man, uh, like two weeks ago, he and I were talking just, you know, just he and I, and he said he's exhausted from all the people asking him tons of questions to the point where he doesn't want to go anywhere, talk to anybody, because they're constantly, it's just a constant barrage of questions. Wow. And, but I also understand that comes from a place of fear and also people sure. not, and people understanding that media sucks. Right. And Facebook sucks and Twitter sucks. Right. So you get all this misinformation and disinformation. You don't know what's real. So you go to somebody who sees it and I'm not pretending like I'm a real frontline worker, but I do go to the hospital. At You're least close certain, enough. I'm close enough to where I have a little bit more knowledge than the average person. Sure. You know, um, but uh, anyway, so I said, man, I'm so sorry. And he's like, "That don't worry about it. So he hugged it out and everything was fine. But I felt like such a dick that that's – I'm not one of those people that treats my friends like that. Yeah. It takes a lot for me to get to that point. And that's when I realized I just needed to like, back away from social media and just back away from it a little bit and fucking chill out. And that's what, exactly what I had to do. And I feel like not enough people did that. I think people went – they were at home a lot more. They just got online and they're looking at shit. And that's what, I mean, that's, it's human nature to do that because we're social creatures. You have to, what's the only, the only fair thing to really do though, to be fair to yourself and everybody else, you're going to be engaging. The the really, truly fair thing to do is if you're going to be looking up news, you need to try to understand that that most news is a little bit biased or has a, has a, has a spin some way or another. Yeah. So you better try to kind of recognize that and then balance it out with either the other side or really try to seek out objective stuff, but I've heard so many people on what other side they're on, they think that that's the true news or no, this that's the true news. People, really, do you really, are you really believing this? Right. Can you seek out something that possibly has more objectivity, not that it's known or thought of, or at least people say that it's spun left or spun right or something else? Can I, you seek out? I think that most people need, uh, most people don't have the ability to turn on their bullshit detector at will. My bullshit detector for some reason is always at uh, full throttle all the time. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because I have like deep-seated trust issues from issue from whatever but so I like I just don't trust a lot of things. It takes me a long time to trust what somebody tells me face to face, let alone what I'm reading in print or seeing on TV. Yeah. Especially if somebody if it's on TV and I know that they're getting paid to tell me something, I already don't trust it. And the thing is is that that that's a slippery slope because that's how you get into conspiracy theory nonsense. I think, I think many years ago when, let's say, the internet got really going and there were some sites, I don't know if it was before or after Facebook got rolling, I don't remember, but I remember, I think I repeated something, this is years ago, that really was wrong, you know, it was just flat wrong, but I took it, I, I'll just forward that, or I'll just, you know, and someone called me out on it, someone that I really trust, you know, that is probably someone we've talked about, you know, that I've known in history in my life, and they just suggested that I strongly really look at this a little bit more and do a little research. And they, they were nice about it. You know, before you forward stuff, you ought to consider this at least. And they said it in such a way that didn't piss me off. And I looked at it and that goddamn I was, and I, I think I even retracted it or said something. Right. You know, and I, and I think that was kind of a moment for me to really be careful. So most political things, the vast majority of them, I don't bother for, I don't care what side it's on. Mm-hmm. I don't bother forwarding it at all. But if I see something, I'll go check it out. I'll try to check it out from some of the sites that are supposed to be fact checkers. Some of them are a little bit sketchy also, but there are other ones too and you can and if something usually if you're around long enough and if you're really paying attention and you kind of care you're you have a bull like you have a bullshit detector. You can, you know that just doesn't quite smell right. That's a little bit outlandish sounding that's probably that has a strong chance of being not true. But then there's also the the folks that have that built-in need or want for confirmation bias. Yeah where they think they have a hunch that something is a certain way and then they're going to seek that out rather than what you should be doing is finding the counterpoint to that. And there are things that we would know. But we, this would be a fun thing to do one time on a show in the future. Just think of the most outlandish possible thing you could think of and then go Google that. Bingo, there it is. Because somebody thought of it, said it, wrote yep. about it. Yep. And you go, look, see, see, see. You know, and that's what people don't really understand, what actual confirmation bias is. It's like you better look on the opposite end of that too. If you're smart, you'll also google something on the opposite and see right. what comes up with that yep you're you right know, so so uh, we all know that 2020 was oh god it was horrible on so many people yeah, this is year in review this is a this is a very basic year in review but we d- i don't want to get negative right because a lot of positives happen in 2020 i can think of several right now absolutely me too yeah but first the bad shit let's get it out of the way the obvious bad Fucking, stuff, yeah. Coronavirus, COVID nineteen. The people whole thing. people we bit. know have passed away. We Pe- know you people know people we know personally that have yeah, passed away. I know, I, yeah. I, like I've know it's and it's been bad. I I know that it's been hard on families. It's especially oh, yeah. kids. Yep. you know that their only reprieve was going to school and getting away from their abusive households. They're like, there, there's a person, you the, know, that Gene Wolfe passed away, not from COVID, but it was a heart attack. Right. You know Gene Wolfe? He was an EAA member. He yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. He was a teacher. in, in, in every, Yes. I, I think people that we know, he was a English teacher, I yes. believe. One of the funnest, funniest guys at EAA, but he passed away about a week or so ago. I just, right. I don't know if I even told you that or you not. You did. Um, I'd also heard about it, like, because he was a teacher. Yeah. I it, never had him as a teacher, he but was I, I he was. well-liked in the community. Very much so. The, so, um, we have heard nothing on funeral stuff. Well, probably because of COVID. You know, yeah. so that's so we can't really. And he's so one of the coolest, nicest older guys that I personally know around here. You can't even have a funeral because f- funerals aren't for the deceased; they're for the the yeah. people who are still alive. We yeah. all know that. Yep. Yeah. You can't even do that. So you can't even. And so on on one level, not only the people are getting sick, and then they're dying. And in the beginning, before they've really figured out how to really. You remember the first like six months or so, five six months. Seems like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you Jesus. couldn't go and like people were dying alone. Yep, well, not alone. They just didn't have their loved ones around. They didn't have them. You know, they had they had a, a nurse or a doctor or like yep. in some cases, just support staff I, like myself. I like, can't imagine that. You know, I lost both of my parents, and I can't imagine winding the clock back now at that moment, thinking that I couldn't be there. Right. Somehow, it's not like somebody like you got a phone call and said, "Oh, Dad was in a car accident, he died." That's different than yes dad got sick, dad's in the hospital, we can't visit dad, dad's dying, dad died. Yep. And then you can't have a funeral. Right. So you have none of the normal steps that humans have been going through since before we could even speak. Mm -hmm. The normal steps that we went through Mm -hmm. and go through to grieve, to move forward as humans and continue to have a life, you can't go through any of that. So all that's on pause, which just... It's like a it's like a it's a bubbling pot of negativity that just boils and boils and boils and boils and boils. You never get to do anything with it. And I I feel so horribly for those people. Um, And, you know, one of the things, though, there's some of the positive aspects of the negative. Like you have to look at some of some silver lining is that um, we've people are now starting to understand once once this vaccine that I just got, hopefully it doesn't fuck me up. Uh, I mean, you are slowly... I'm looking any at worse, you. yeah. You're looking more at my package than you normally do. I've I I that. am. I am. I spit on my hand, but then I, I was like, nah, I can't be jerking Paul off on the fucking on show. We've got to distance ourselves. Enjoy the show! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh so hopefully it does its job hopefully it does its job and hopefully more people adopt it because they're not a high adoption rate right now with the the fucking vaccine i I would do it right now if i had i know you would i know you would um so and i understand i understand people's trepidations Mm -hmm. and because they're not the people that that i know that are like i'm kind of wary of this vaccine i'm kind of worried about it the the folks that i've talked to these are rational people they're not people that are anti-vaccine dipshits Mm Uh, these are people that understand the science. They know everything behind it. They're still just a little bit worried about it. They want to see more people get it before. And you know, bef- the main reason is because the world that we've been living in the last several years. Let's be honest. I'm not going to go into too many details about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's just more skepticism now than there's ever fucking yes. Been. Now, granted, which is there's a certain healthy level. Of there's a healthy level of skepticism, and then there's then there's there's, there's bad knee buckling, crippling skepticism, right, which, Where shit's just fucking stops. That's correct. So. <laughs> I think, okay, so once the vaccine kind of takes hold, more people do, more people get it done, then they see, okay, it's it's safe and blah, 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 blah. I mean, we're still at millions of doses that have been put out there, and very few people have had any major side effects. There's been literally kind of a handful. that there, had. there has been, but it's the normal amounts. It's an acceptable amount of people that have allergic reactions. To be expected. It's like it's following the statistics. Exactly. Whatever. It follows directly with the statistics of the the, the broad studies that they did, you know, so one of the things where they're finding out from, you know, one, there's a, there's a handful of silver linings to to the whole COVID-19 pandemic mess. One of them is uh, there's a a lot of employers didn't want to allow people to go and work at home yes. because they thought that there was going to be reduced productivity, even though there's mountains of data out there that says that that's not true. Mm-hmm. That people will work harder and they can work longer hours or they can even work harder, more efficiently, shorter hours, which cuts down on all sorts of things. Like if, if I could, if, uh, if the amount of <laughs> let, let's go, let's go back to when uh, when the pandemic first started mm. and you had all these people no longer driving to work. The skies in LA cleared up. The, right. Remember the canals in Venice, like when they started oh, yeah. seeing fish and dolphins and shit in the in the canals right. of Venice that they hadn't seen in a hundred years. Like things like that. Um imagine what would happen if that was kind of normal. It gave the earth where, a break and there's some conspiracy theory. That's what they're trying to do. It's a it's a green thing. They're trying it's a fake thing. We're trying to stop the pollution, and that's where this came from. No, that's just a nice little benefit. Right. Now now granted, I'm talking about silver linings of a giant black, disgusting yes. cloud. Or uh, just digging for digging for the yeah. little bit of yeah. So uh they're finding uh there's been massive amounts of uh, uh research and inroads and and, and 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 development in online learning and how to make it better. Yes. That's another silver lining. Another thing is is that uh a lot of people in this country are now seeing they kind of knew like saying oh the healthcare system's broken that's a that's such a large concept for most people to wrap their heads around mm-hmm. and i'd say i'd say the majority of people they know that it's broken but they don't know why mm-hmm. the pandemic has shined some spotlights in some areas in healthcare and the administrative areas of healthcare of how fucking broken it is and how fragile the system is. The mm-hmm. Should, system shouldn't be that fragile. That's that's right. scary. We're talking about people's lives at stake and their health. Yep. So there are some silver linings to it. But, so that's... Well, the, there's other things. Like, one of silver lining would be like, okay, because, you know, masks and gloves, you couldn't find that shit. So obviously, these companies have... And we're bringing stuff more on shore a little bit now with yes. manufacturing for, for PPE and that and that kind of stuff. So that's you know we have we use gloves and masks and things here and we couldn't even get some for a while. It's like, yeah. All right, let's kind I be key? And you don't and this isn't healthcare folks. No, it's this isn't for those of yeah. you don't know Paul works on 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 flying craft on the motorized box kites. Mo- motorized box kites. <laughs> Boy, that's an old school term if I ever heard it. Jesus. Motorized. Bo- have you flown have you played with your motorized box kite this week yet, Mr.? Oh, yes, I fell and broke my arm just last week on it. <laughs> <laughs> Indubitably. So we need a lot of – some for gloves. and There's goo and there's different things. And we can't – like right now, a case of gloves, with the last one we bought, which was – or a couple – I don't know what quantity we buy. Let's say a couple months ago. Let's just – I'll fill the number out. And it's not exactly quite right, but let's call it $200. It's now 375 just wow. for this last ramp up. Right. Almost a 100% increase in price. We kind of yeah. got to have this stuff. We can't just not use – I know we're not healthcare. I get it. But we can't just – Use goo and put it all over uh, yeah, but it's hands a, and stuff. It's an unintended consequence. Right. But, but but one of the... again yeah, we're ramping up. They're getting more locally. And we're doing better masks, right. better quality of masks. I, I kind of like the gator kind of concept for the wintertime anyway because it keeps you kind of warmer. I do too. I can tell you, I normally, like before, because uh, I you know, work at the hospital, mm-hmm. we have to wear a mask. It's like 20 feet from the door. You better have your mask on. Otherwise, mm-hmm. they're going to yell at you. So you throw the mask on. Now that it's gotten cold... I, so when I would walk out in the morning, get off work, go, walk into my truck, I would immediately pull my mask off because they're just tired of wearing it, right? Mm-hmm. Now I keep it on because it keeps my face warm because <laughs> it's cold <laughs> as fuck when I get off work. Yep. It's cold and it's dark at 7 a.m. now. Yep. And uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, I, I would think this is, this is sounds terrible. But if people know... I mean, they, I'm not even going to say it. Oh, he walked it back. Anyway... Sounds bad. Okay. So, uh, anyway, silver linings, there are some, you know, yes, to this are. pandemic. Just like... Like you're saying, the, the, the homeschool, uh, learning from home also, schooling right. from home. That's the same thing with Zoom. You know, that technology is rapidly getting better. To much so, yeah. It, it was... T- it's, it's not great right now. It is getting better. And the technology is getting better to where if you want to be in a meeting or attend something, it's much more pleasant now than it was eight months ago. Right. And it's going to be probably a whole lot better where you can physically attend meetings or have input, you know, even uh, like city council type stuff. And that you can yeah. sign up, you can actually not have to drive there. And in the long run, if that keeps going and going and going, again, we will, we will be burning less fuel. Definitely. Period. There's also you know? the, uh, another thing I just thought of is, uh, the United States is a very big country, right? hmm But there's a lot of sparsely populated areas. Yes. Right? We have big population centers, right? Right. So, our internet speed like our bandwidth is some of the is some of the lowest in the world and it's not Joe, joke cuz this it, is america well, yeah i understand that uh, we're the best country on the face of the earth with everything yeah, yeah we have the best mcdonald's cheeseburgers than anybody else has we have the best plastic bags than the rest of the world for shopping I'm sorry, where were you going with this? Is that what you were talking about? No. Oh. Well, uh, with as many people having to get online. And, we have the best internet. The best internet. In we the world. We don't have the best internet. We're not even the uh, top. So we're, no, we're number two. Not even in the top 25. I bet five. we're in the top five. Not even in the top 25. Really? I think we're rated somewhere around 40. Wow. Yeah, yeah Mexico kicks the shit out of us. Mexico um, does. Yeah. Those guys down there, those lazy people down there. <laughs> you talking about oh, those? you fucking broke me. God those, damn it. <laughs> those assholes down there that do nothing. Yeah. To contribute to anything. They figured out a way to put 5G in guacamole. That's how they're getting it around. That's how they're doing it. We're doing it by vaccines or doing it by guacamole. Right. No, Mexico, (laughs) just in in when they hit struck rich in oil in uh, like the 80s, in the end of the early 90s, they invested heavily in networking infrastructure and wireless technology. So you had LTE service in Mexico 15 years ago at least. Like, a, um, like way yeah, ahead of us, yeah, way really. ahead. So because they've realized that it's far cheaper, uh, rather than try to use your existing copper infrastructure for internet traffic, they found it is way cheaper to do it point to point wirelessly. Right. So they've had they've had great internet service down there for for fucking and decades. Hopefully soon we're doing the satellite thing. It's around the corner. Yes, we'll see if that's, that's going to be a major disruptor and that's going to be cool as shit. But yeah. anyway, so what that's done is uh, also there's a there's a a a, a lot of uh, internet. Uh, Service providers in uh, the United States that they have uh, data caps, which is not something that you find hardly anywhere else. That's just another money-making thing, right? That's because we're the best. Yeah, it's not like these are. It's not like you're limiting how much water. Right, you know, it's it's internet traffic. It's it's infinite. It's information too. It is, it's like right. I got an idea. Let's slow down information. That'll yeah, be good. Let, let's do that. How about we just cap off somebody? <laughs> how much somebody's going to use? Right. Okay. So what they need to do, what they're doing now, is beefing up their networks because they have to. Mm-hmm. Because if you can't, if I can't get on my Zoom call or Skype or whatever you use to work, not me, but like let's say somebody, yes. millions of somebody's. If they can't get on there and have a reliable connection, they're going to bounce and they're going to go to another provider. We were watching the city council meeting on here. This is uh, through Wi-Fi, through whatever, yeah. and it's if it's not and, and there's still a little glitchy, but right. yeah, yes, the, you're correct. That that's. So that's a good thing. That's a this is we that's got to ramp this technology. That's, that's up. a good thing. It just shined the the pandemic has shined lights in some really dark places that need to be fixed, and that's a good thing. You know what? I don't mind. Really, this, I, I I welcome this part. that I'm about to tell you. This. I know. I use, I got this mask fetish or something we've talked about before. Not really, but you know, it's like it's like a mystery. Remember we talked about this you know, a mystique. Like I wonder what she really looks like underneath her. Oh my blindness. god. We talked about it. There is a this. certain level of mystique. No, it right. well it has made me look at people's eyes more. Yes. Which is kinda cool. I you already know I like the look of certain eyebrows. And yes, now I do. I'm really now it's all I can do is like, wow, look at those. And just imagine if uh protecting yourself from uh, from uh, coronavirus would entail uh, bearing You're uh, wearing a mask and bearing your uh, clavicles. Yeah. Holy shit. If you could really enunciate, not enunciate, uh, proportionate. That's not even a word. Proprionate. Proprionate. uh, Extrapolate. Accentuate the clavicle. Yes. In order for to protect yourself from viruses, Paul <laughs> would, be would be walking be, around with a boner all the time. I just couldn't do anything. You'd have anything to do done. DoorDash constantly. You couldn't even go. You you'd have to have your <laughs> groceries delivered. You couldn't go into public because you'd be a sex offender. You just couldn't handle it. <laughs> that guy, yeah. That anyway, fucking guy. Here's anyway. the part that I like. I real. I'm. I, this sounds like I'm. Bu- I'm not bullshitting. I love that people are standing farther apart in lines. I like that. <laughs> I don't want some fucker breathing on. Forget COVID. You know, I I would just rather not be so close that's to you. So fucking funny. I, it's I, I it's true though. I I understand what you're saying. I appreciate that. I, closeness with people is not something that's ever really bothered me, unless never I'm never really bothered me me either. I'm, but I kind of like, am like I'm okay. with yeah. not standing next to that person right now. Yeah, especially closer. if you go to like like dirt ass Walmart or right you know, dollar store. Or something people aren't like going. That. Hey, buddy, scoot up. You know, are you in line? Yeah, I'm in line. Can't you see the little yeah. plastic footprint? marker <laughs> yeah what's funny though too is that people are uh, afraid of you like deathly afraid mm-hmm. i i th- i told i think i told you about this i i know <laughs> uh was it two weeks ago i had to go to safeway right after i got off work in the morning which is the best time to go to go to the grocery store 7 15 in the morning mm-hmm. but i'm st- i'm in my scrubs i'm buying stuff because i had to make a, a casserole to take to work, right? For, that's like uh, a midwestern pop-up. thing. Casseroles are big. In yeah, Midwest, and that's why it was. It started off as a joke. My <laughs> my boss is from uh, South Dakota, but we casser- have casseroles we, are good though. We have this this running joke about hot dish. That's what they call, dish, that's what yes. they call casseroles in like the northern Midwest, like <laughs> Minnesota, South Dakota, uh, North Dakota. So. um, I grew up calling in Ohio, calling it a casserole. Like that's just that's what it is. That's what you know, I, we like, always called it. Also, my it, when I, my fa- my parents were from California, I assume that's the casserole out there. They wouldn't call it. A yeah, they probably call it a casserole. How about Wisconsin? Is that a hot dish or casserole? Yeah, it's hot dish. Okay. I guarantee it's hot dish up okay. there. Okay. Right. So uh, this is a running joke, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna bring a hot dish tonight to the potluck, like just joking <laughs> around. And she always chuckles, and I never have. Um, but uh, she a real testament to how awesome my supervisor is. Like, and she's one of the only ones that does this, but when we're short staffed, she will work a shift or two, or in this case, four in a row uh, as, as a floor nurse, which is uh, to be commended. Insanely commended at at any, at any, any time, but especially like the woman has to go there Monday through Friday, eight to five, any day anyway. Right. mm -hmm. Which they say eight to five. She, I fucking always see her there at six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning. So, this is good this too is, because they see. In theory, they'll also see the glitches and the problems and all this, and they'll they'll yeah, know absolutely. Hey, let's, let's work on that. That's absolutely true. One of the Delta CEOs of uh, three CEOs ago, let's say, was there was really, and, it, and people recognized this and made a big deal of it. He would was one of the few that came out of the ivory tower, right? And he would just wear regular street clothes and go get on and, on a airline talk to the crew they would know who he was eventually but he would take a flight somewhere sit next to a passenger and start talking hey how was your what's going on and then they'll finally figure out who he is because no i want to know no I, yeah don't I, was it was it a problem with bags anything yeah. tell me what was going on that with this is flight. A, that is a good leader great leader yeah going right in the trenches yeah. and talking to the fucking customers so she posted on facebook yeah. okay night shift people because we're all like friends on facebook she's like all right night shift people just letting you know the next looks like the next four nights i'll be working with you da 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 and that was like december like 23rd. Mm-hmm. So she worked christmas eve, christmas day, that da, 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 like those those shifts, which is and so christmas eve she uh, somebody said, "Well, what about a potluck?" and she's like, "That's a good idea." I'm like, "Should I bring a hot dish?" as a joke, and she's like, "You should. You absolutely should." I was like, "Son of a bitch. Now you got to make a hot I, dish." I, so I had to make a hot dish. I can tell you I can make I'm proficient at french cuisine, I'm mm-hmm. fairly proficient at italian cuisine. I know how to make my own pasta and my I know my basic sauces. Mm-hmm. Really good with Mexican food, as you can attest. Mm-hmm. I've never made a casserole before. I had to call my mom. <laughs> I don't think once you get into it, they're not yeah. that hard though. They're think. not that hard. Yeah. There's a reason why people bring them to pot. Yeah, it's a lot of food. And, and it tastes it, good. It's yeah. A, yeah so it's, it's just a it's a it's a protein. It's a starch. It's some sort of a sauce and usually vegetables. And you bake it and serve it in the same goddamn. And the same, you bake it and serve and it. And the same And you take damn. the thing up. Boom. it's yeah, Easy. It's, it's, yeah. And people loved it. Yeah. I am telling you, I'm pretty sure one... Let's talk about your hot one, dish. What, my, what was it? Oh, it was a it was tater tot casserole, of Okay, course. all right. Tater tot hot dish. So it was... Uh, you betcha. You t- yeah, you betcha. <laughs> Sour cream, <laughs> uh, can of cream of mushroom soup, which uh, just hurt my feelings. I'm like, I should make it my own because I know how to make it super it simple. It still but, tastes pretty goddamn good. No, it's though. still... It, it, but yeah. but I, I was told by several people that are experts at casseroles that if you make make stuff from scratch it doesn't taste the same the texture's not the same it's it's meant so it's to do this expectations yes it's, it's, expectations, a, it's gotta right? be right so yeah. like don't try and deconstruct it and make it all fancy just fucking yeah. make it the way betty crocker says to make it i right, don't fuck with the pepperoni yeah pizza. don't fuck with the pepperoni pizza yeah so i'm at anyway so i decided, oh fuck it all right i gotta do this i've never done this before so I, but it's super simple but mine had like a—it's a, a literally a bag of mixed uh, frozen mixed vegetables, mm-hmm. right? Which is easy—you just buy that bag, that Boom. one bag. It's exact, and all this I'm looking through the recipe. I'm like, do I have to weigh this shit out? And then they're like, no, that—that's what the bags come in. They're like, they're 14 <laughs> ounce bags. There's a 8 ounce can of soup. Like I'm like, oh, I don't have to measure any of this. It's just like dump, 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 mix. And your midwestern accent started coming around when you're doing this. You're <laughs> like, you know this hot dish thing. Oh, it's uh, pretty good. Yeah, though. no shit. It was great, man. I started I, all of a sudden. I just started. I wanted to watch the Minnesota Vikings for some reason. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) so uh then so i i go through that i make it it was and it was delicious and you put tater tots all over the top and then Mm. sprinkle cheese on there you bake it covered for 30 minutes and then you uncover it the last 15 minutes it gets crispy and crunchy on top Mm. delicious people loved it it was easy to prep there was like three servings left and i i uh was thinking i don't really want to take this home this is like not healthy at all like it's okay to eat like once but i don't want to eat off it for a week right so I, I, one of the ladies I work with, uh, she's got, you know, like four, three or four kids at home and, and a husband. And I was like, you want to just take this home? And she's like, hell yeah, I'll take it home because I'll just flatten it out, put it in a frying pan upside down, crisp it up, and put a couple eggs over top of it. My wow. kids are going like, to eat it. I was That's like, a whole other – Hell yeah. Yeah, look at that hot dish. Yeah. Hot dish part two. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I go shopping, and this is – Wait, wait, this would be great to have a movie – just called hot dish it's all in the midwest it's just, it's just daily it's just you know what i'm saying it's just it's kind of like that guy that does the midwest stuff on on the on youtube the, the, yeah the but, the, but it's, the Wisconsin but it's guy. really on steroids and it's an hour and a half we can get, H- get tom hanks <laughs> tom hanks new tom hanks and meg ryan vehicle we need a oh, we need a new yeah, one we got to get them out there again have to have to called hot dish <laughs> Kumail Nanjiani <laughs> can show up. He can just be there. He's like, oh, I just moved here from Pakistan. What is the hot dish? What like, is this hot dish? Hot dish. Uh, I don't. Uh, okay. And then he tries it And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, yeah, hot dish is oh so good. Yeah, you betcha. But then he has kind of a twist, like a Pakistani hot dish. Uh, a Pakistani he, he, he hot events. dish. It's like spicy kima yeah. with. <laughs> but the neighbors love it. But then there's kind of a partially racist neighbor, too. Yeah, but there's but like the he, one who comes around and they're best neighbor, friends. And he's like, I'm going to eat it, but I don't like it. I still don't like you. <laughs> This is a great idea, and the movie's called Hot Dish, starring Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. And, but she's kind of hot, so she's the so hot dish. So she's the hot dish, dish No, but it's, it's perfect. really yeah. <laughs> I want to flesh out this script. It's such a good idea. We could write this tonight. We could just write, well, hammer it out. So I feel bad about the next part to Uh-oh. a certain degree, uh, so I go to Safeway shopping for the hot dish, 7.15 mm-hmm. in the morning. I've just worked a 12-hour shift. I'm already sick and tired of hearing people talking about COVID and this and that and the other. Oh I already feel like I have a target on my back wearing scrubs. Obviously I look like I've worked all night cause I'm not exactly spry. You're not fresh. Yeah. He's not fresh <laughs> at all. Very much fucking need to be thrown in the trash at that point. And I'm standing in line. Uh, and, uh, I have my food up on, I put my, my food there, get on the checkout treadmill thing. Sure. And, uh, I haven't quite moved forward She hasn't started scanning my things And I hear this guy behind me who's like Yeah, how's was that fake virus Doing at the hospital, huh? He uh. really said that? Yeah It was just like Fucking grizzled asshole And I just I I snapped <laughs> I I forgot that I didn't tell you about this I told I only told like maybe three people That's because I'm I You told was, me various stories Not kind of like this But I don't think I've heard this one This one is really bad When was this? Hot dish day. It was the morning of. It was Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, or, Christmas uh, Eve. It was like seven a.m. Christmas morning. Yeah, Christmas I don't for Christmas this one. Eve morning. Yeah. And I just spun around. I was like, "What the fuck did you say?" And I, 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 I couldn't even stop myself. And he's like, "Well, you know, the hospital was like, you know what? How about it? Fuck you. Did you really say yeah, that?" And I was real loud about it too. Yeah. And Good I, for called, you. I called him a motherfucker at full volume in Safeway seven fifty in the morning. Good for you. And I'm like. <laughs> sorry for supporting i'm like i've but... no right i'm like no paul you're supposed to be like oh man you need to maybe pump the brakes man don't be all gas and no brakes sometimes you need brakes no <laughs> paul's like yeah get him motherfucker <laughs> so and, and he's like you can't talk to me that way i'm like fuck you man i've been working in healthcare for fucking 11 years this is the worst goddamn time for everybody that works there and i'm only mid-level staff you want to talk about fake fuck you dude i've lost people there's so many thousands of people out there that are celebrating Christmas without loved ones that didn't need to die. Go fuck yourself. And then he's like, you need to get out of my face. And I just pulled my mask down. I'm like, do you want me to cough on you? Hey, do you think it's fake? How about I fucking cough on you? I work mm-hmm. around all these people. Hey, fuck. And i just stepping closer and yep. closer to him. And I was like, you fucking leave. And he's like, you need to get out of my face. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck you. You leave. And I turned <laughs> wow. around and I, I grabbed my debit card and I put it in there and did the thing. And the li- I looked at the checkout lady who... I love this one lady. I always go through her line if she's there cuz she's like This is the old Safeway. This is the old Safeway. Yeah. Uh this is why I haven't been back to the old Safeway <laughs> okay. since then. It's been 2 weeks. Jesus. I'm I'm ba- well, it gets better, folks. I swear to God. Okay, get They better. didn't ban you from the store. No, did no, they? no, 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 I'm just okay. fucking No, 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 no. No, okay. no. it's far far be- far I'll okay. get there. I'll get there. Okay. So, and I love this one lady. She's 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 an older lady. I would say maybe 60s, could be even in her early 70s. She's very soft spoken and she's but she's kind of sassy. And she's very, very sweet, mm-hmm. and I feel bad that I said motherfucker in front of this woman who could be my grandma. I said motherfucker like three times. <laughs> you were like, you, a, you were like me. the Samuel. L. Jackson. I was like a Sam Jackson. I was like motherfucker. <laughs> I was very upset and I'm not proud of it but I am kind of glad that I let that go because yeah. see while Charlie tells you like you're always constantly bleeding steam yeah, I'm not I'm building pressure and yeah. I don't know how to release that except at that and guy and the, the the emergency relief valve yeah, was the, blue the, the, it, it, it was bad like yeah. there, was, there were people like in the factory in my head were like oh we gotta get out of here she's gonna blow like that's <laughs> the klaxon alarm yeah, yeah it was like everybody's like fucking fleeing George Costanza's <laughs> pushing like, women and children <laughs> out of the way it's fucking is it terrible uh for those of you office fans it's like when michael scott there they have the fire he's like everybody stay calm stay fucking calm everybody calm the fuck down <laughs> yeah that's what was going on inside my whole body yeah so i that guy he he like left his cart and his shit and he fucking well, he, le- le- he, he did he, leave fucking left yeah he, he left he left because he angered somebody That's the thing about those people. Yeah. When you engage them, 90% of them will fucking run with the tail between their legs. Yeah. I found that out with all the blowhards, uh, the anti uh, uh, Mojave pride people. I found that Mm -hmm. out that, you know, there's a lot of people that talk a lot of fucking trash online. Yeah. Most of them can't back it up. And then some of those fuckers were driving by and flipping us off and, or the people that were there and that kind of stuff. Like, Oh, that's really brave. Yeah. Good for you. That's real brave. But when confronted and and I fucking, I should have not done those things as an adult. Sure. And a functioning, semi-functioning member of society. I should not have done that. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so I, paid for my stuff and I just leaned in I said, I am so sorry. I just, I can't take any more of their shit and she's leaning in and she goes, I don't blame you. One bit. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so sorry and so I like, practically in tears because I felt like such a piece of shit because I was like, I'm sure that there were kids around. I was like screaming, motherfucker. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. everybody <laughs> I grabbed their They're children. They're like, mommy, what's a motherfucker? <laughs> and he's like, your dad's a motherfucker. <laughs> uh, so I, as I'm walking out, I see one of the managers there and keep in mind, that Safeway I've been going there since I moved to this town 20, people, yeah, 20 people plus know years. You. I remember shopping I, a couple times with you there a while back, and you're like, "Oh hey, well, no, hey, yeah, yeah." It's like, man, you're like a I, you're like a celebrity in this. Store. A lot of those people, a lot of the checkers that work there, mm-hmm. I've known since they became checkers. Some of them are people that I knew that were like uh, like a year or two younger than me that were that bagged groceries and have and were on carts or floors or whatever. i Have now moved up to checkers or assistant managers. Mm-hmm. So I know most of the staff there at least by face and they may know they probably most of them know me maybe by my first name Mm -hmm. i also used to live in that neighborhood so i used to walk over there and grocery shop with my dad like i yeah anyway so i'm walking i see this one manager and i like i walked up to her and she's like are you okay and i'm like i am now and i am so sorry like like it Thank you for not calling the cops. And she's like, I, I wasn't going to call the cops until you took a swing at him. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, that won't ever happen again. And then she's like, no. And she leaned in and she kind of she didn't whisper. She just like kind of was quietly. She's like, you guys are at the forefront of it. Right. We're essential people, too. And we have to listen to this shit. You guys get to vent to each other. We don't get to do that because we take one. Br- we can't take our breaks together anymore. So yeah, you're, to you're, about they're that. in public all they're, the time. They're in public and they see yeah. way more people than people. Yeah. Uh, people at work flowing in in out of the hospital. Yeah, yes. And I said, you guys are just as essential, if not more. Not everybody needs healthcare. Everybody needs to eat, right? So, like, and. Uh, it was it was nice to have somebody from a different industry understand that a little bit, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the frustration of the fact that they can't just tell them, "Go oh, fuck yourself." Like this is because doctors and nurses tell patients that all the time, or patients' families. Now, nah, this you don't understand. This is real. This is going to happen, and we need to get in front of this right now. This is mm-hmm. not. Oh, it's fine. Grandpa needs to go home. Or well, Dad we were warned a long time like ago, too. And as it turns out, like well, they were kind of right. They were kind of right. You know, going to yeah. have a second wave, and it's going to be bigger than the first wave. They, they said this. Yeah. The second wave, historically, have always been bigger than it. Here we are. Yeah, exactly. So, you know. anyway, that was my breaking moment. Wow. And I actually felt so much better after I did that. I was like, shit, I didn't fucking hold that up. God. Uh, so... I am still allowed back in Safeway. Did they say? Did, was you were you given like any kind of a warning? Like, don't no. do that again. She no, <laughs> I because I told her said that'll never happen again. In fact, I feel I would feel weird coming back here. She's like, don't worry about it. Yeah, she's like that. If anything, we won't have to deal with that guy ever again. Yeah, or he'll think about, yeah, or he won't say or anything won't, to you again. He won't say something sure. fucking stupid like that. Yeah. Oh, man. And I don't even know, I like, I can't even, I don't even know if I could recognize that guy if I saw him on the street. I mm-hmm. was so fucking blinding mad when I turned around. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know how they say you see red? Yeah. People are like that. That's where I was. And I'm really glad that in my uh, later years, because uh, if I if that would have happened when I was like 19, 20, 21, I would have beat the piss out of that guy. Yeah. But now I'm, like, old and fat and out of shape. I don't fucking – I don't want to hurt myself, you know? Like, that story I told you about my dad, like, uh, he was, like – when he realized he was too old to fight. Yeah. When he was, he was, like, 27 or 28, right after I was born, the first time him and my mom went out, to <clears throat> out like, on a date. Mm-hmm. And uh, some guy patted her on the ass, and he took a swing out, and he tore his rotator cuff. <laughs> so he had to get on top of the guy with his arm – like, he grabbed his shirt with the arm that was busted and beat the guy with, beat the guy with his, his left hand – and like couldn't move for a couple of days, and then had to have surgery on it. Remind, there reminds of me of one of the scenes in in the Big Short, the financial movie. There was a scene where these people were together, and they, you know, the the, the markets weren't collapsing like they thought they were going to as early as they did, because everybody was investing. They were betting against the economy. You know, it was going to fail. And then so they were having this argument where someone was – because this guy convinced him to, to do this and the, whatever. And this one guy who's not that old, but he was kind of yelling. He kind of stood up and started yelling at one of the other guys a little bit. And he, he, he kind of he goes – like he kind of his arm. And he goes, can I just – I think I pulled my back from yelling. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> he, he was serious. He yeah. was like, oh, Like I, do you remember <laughs> – do you remember uh, when Sammy Sosa tore muscles in his back from sneezing? He, was, sitting oh, in God, and he yes. was out for like eight games. <laughs> He's a professional athlete and he sneezed so hard that he <laughs> tore back muscles. And I'm like, that's going to be me. I know. it. And there's been times where I've like just sitting down and I stretch and then I go, oh, oh, God, I can't feel my leg. Oh, shit. Oh, we're we're not done evolving. This is the it. This is the know. end. I'm coming to see you. Uh, we are and, not done evolving. Okay, so good things that, that happen has nothing to do with pandemic. Yes. Not silver linings, good things. Just in general, like things that you have, you want me to go through a couple of Yeah, to... yeah, you shoot. So in, was it March or April? I can't remember what the date is on that thing, but we, the business, we acquired our uh, FA certified repair station status. Which is a big Which fucking deal, folks. It took a lot folks, of fucking like... work. It, it took, you know. yeah. It took, I mean, it took a, like a year's worth of work. About a year. It should take six months if you can really work on it. We we're trying to run a business too at the same time. And be. to be quite honest, the FA office is getting a little bit mad. It's like, this is taking too long, guys. I mean, they actually kind of had a stern conversation. Like, with you us. get your shit together. Or, basically. Are we going to do this or not? Yes, yeah. we're working on it. And they, they said, well, you need to, whatever. So we got it done. So we are now FA certified repair station for doing, uh, compo- this is the cool part, because we pushed for it and they let us have it. Composite re- major up to major structural repairs of large and small category aircraft. So in the aviation world and in, in the civilian world there's, there, it goes from whatever pounds up to 12,500 pounds. That's considered a small aircraft. Okay. The Cirrus if it's, if it's, or is a gross weight of 35, 3600 pounds. Okay. So Cirrus so, is the plane that Paul has. That's, right. Yeah. So 12,500 pounds, it's substantially bigger than a Cirrus, you know, it's, Oh, And that's, shit. A, that's a small category that's from small. there. And just anything over 12,500 pounds is considered large. So in theory, we could, like if a 787, which is mostly composite, in theory, one could land here and taxi, well, can't quite yet taxi here, because we know right. why. But anyway, and could pull up, and we could actually legally, with FAA certification, work on a Boeing 787. Which, that's the 787 Dreamliner, folks. That's like the double-decker... Not double-decker. I thought the 787 was a double-decker. No. No. What's the double-decker one? A380. Then? That's the Airbus. That's uh, made by Airbus. Oh. Well, the, 747 those are the ones that- is partial double-decker, but the 787, just the new wide body, all composite. Oh, 787 is not the... Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, still, it's a big fucking yeah, airplane. Yeah, it's a big airplane. How many yeah. seats across is it, like a normal configuration? Is it, three, it. Uh, uh, 3, 5, 3? Three? Or is it five five five? No, it's not five five five. I mean, it could hold probably three hundred people. Yeah, that's a big fucking aircraft. Yeah, it's, it's a larger. Conceivably, yeah. they could roll up and you could fix some shit legally, all that, or any yeah. other composite stuff, which is stuff. crazy. And That's such a that's a tremendous accomplishment for your business. Yes, and and we've been putting it off for a while because of the airport issues here and all that political nonsense. But finally got down to it. Well, it took a lot of effort, a lot of time, and. a a chunk of change. Yeah, it took because we were not be able to work on certain stuff. So they they right. the call that in business opportunity cost because it's what you're doing now is costing you because you're not doing something else. Right. So it was a chunk of money. But in theory, if you do it right, we're so busy right now. We're not even using the repair station really that much for getting that kind of work because we just we got to figure this out, you know. Because we're getting more and more regular size work as it's going on. I thought this is not COVID talk, but I really thought when this pandemic got going, I thought we were going to be hit. I really did, and I feel sorry for businesses that are getting smacked with this. And mostly, it's like workout places and bars and that kind of stuff, and some restaurants, right? That the service stuff. And we we are a service business, but we don't have. Public, we don't deal with. Public. Yeah, you don't deal with the public. It's it's all private individuals, one at a time, kind right. of you. So it's not like you, your business is not dependent upon forty people coming in a day and dropping fifty dollars. Right. And I also thought that because there, there's less fly, flying, stopped. You know, it came to. A, I thought, well, that's going to be it because there was a pilot shortage. So a lot of our stuff was flight schools, and we were getting a lot of business from flight schools that way. I thought, well, they're not going to need that anymore because aviation has come to a screeching halt and the next couple of years. are going to be slow. So they're not going to have a pilot shortage. Therefore, right. in my head, I'm going through it. They're not going to have flight school activity as much as they needed to. And, and that just hasn't happened. You know, we're, we're still getting flight school business and we're getting still more better known for what we do. So it's kind of word of mouth out there in the smaller flight schools and stuff. And so we're getting not every day, but it's, you know, once every couple of weeks, we get a new your, customer. Your hangar is, is more packed than I've ever seen it since I've known you. Yeah. which is which is in the middle of the pandemic it's just fucking weird and i kind of to be honest i feel a little bit guilty of it too because i i we are fortunate you know we we worked hard to get here but i thought why are we getting why are we getting hit you know what's you know what's what's going on i I was ready for it to be honest i yeah i i I can weather the storm you know we we can do that but but i i feel a little bit guilty about it because other businesses are suffering out there and i know people you know that that are, are hurting in that area. Yeah, definitely. A lot of people I know that are also in healthcare back east as well, and they're doing okay. Obviously during during this, yeah, they're that, fucking busy. that would been one of those. I would say that's one of those silver linings is that being a quote unquote essential worker, which I fucking hate that term because yeah. there's a shitload more essential workers out there than uh, the folks that are getting credit for. Yeah. Then you're you know, really there's a, there's a really... shitload of them. Like, and one what they didn't talk about them in the beginning, but now I've heard it's more more, especially around the holidays, is postal workers. Yeah. Anybody who's into parcel delivery. Yep. You know, that, and that's the UPS They're getting and FedEx slammed all right. right now. They are buried. They have of... more work than they know what to do with. You know, and oh, I think they, can, they can you know? really can't properly handle it right now. Everything is behind. Right. Yeah. You know? So, anyway. Um, oh, it's something else, too. I'm sorry. Else? I was, was going to tell good you. Good stuff. Good yeah, stuff. I was going to tell you about. Um, uh, uh, oh, damn it. It had to do with the aviation. I want to get off of the aviation thing, but it had to do something with. With the amount of, uh, I'll think of it in a second. Okay. Um, also acquired, I required a uh, we acquired a facility cat, a shop cat. That was a oh big, yeah, that uh, was a poncho. Now it's a poncho, poncho the cat. She's somewhere around here. She's, she's she's cool. She looks at me all judgy and then licks her ass, and I'm like. <laughs> Like, I, I had two girlfriends that would look at me all judgmental and then lick their own ass, and it fucking didn't work out, so don't give me dirty looks like that. <laughs> but she's very sweet. She's not no, she's, aggressive at all. No, not at all. She's she's actually super cool. Yeah, and uh, Kevin, uh, one of my employees, kind of uh, found her. She was out here, you know, you know, meowing in one of the airplanes, and so, uh, so he went over there and started uh, cat-whispering. The whole thing, the cat whisperer. That's funny. <laughs> and then I didn't have any because I, I kind of did want a shop. I, I wasn't really actively looking, but I thought, okay, I've, if one comes around, I could because you know a good rodent to removals. Uh, but you want a female cat because they're they're better hunters than male cats in general, right? Um, and and she happened to show up, and uh, I thought, okay, well, wonder you know she was really skinny, and she had been fixed. I didn't know that at that time, but she had been fixed, and she someone I think I don't know why the cat would have wandered off miles away. Probably got dumped. For some reason, someone was moving. Yeah. Someone couldn't handle. I don't know. I don't really know. But uh, really skinny, and uh, but in okay shape, and uh, but I had cans of tuna fish, and boy, that was didn't take her long to scarf down a whole. Oh, can I bet of... not. And she got fat real fast. Oh yeah, she she fattened up. That's and, good. Um, and um, took her to the vet. Been to the vet twice now. Got a couple shots. Got her all. And they said, yeah, she's been. You looked at her belly. Yep, she's been fixed. Wow, this is like a to go out of the box, ready to go cat. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Just add Paul, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So she's been uh, very good. Doesn't piss and shit anywhere. She does what she you know she goes outside, hunts, brings in. Yeah. Anyway, so that was a positive thing. So we're we're still we're still busy. Got the cat. Got the repair station. Um, you got a bunch of that cancer burned off of you, which is really great. Got my, yeah, I got. I went to the. Uh, that took, was tough, but it was a good. It was something you needed to go through. Took some time and money. Got things burned, frozen. Cut and fried off of me. It was great. That's, yeah. that's, that's almost like a scattered and smothered. And yeah, it sounds like how you would order hash browns at <laughs> Waffle House. That's fucking, that just grossed me out and made me hungry at the same time. <laughs> Nasty. And I got, I'm, so I had my face done. It wasn't quite as good as it needs to be. There's a certain thing called uh, photodynamic therapy, PDT, photodynamic therapy, and it can be really uh, painful, the process. But uh, I had it done a while back. I had it done recently, just before Christmas. And uh, it looks better, but it's not quite. Anyway, so yes, I'm getting that taken care of. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I didn't travel. You know, we were going to do some traveling. Oh, Lord. Did, didn't, yeah. go, didn't go back east. I uh, didn't do any of that stuff at all. Oh, and I think I was going to tell you is that I, uh, yeah, because of our business and our work and stuff like that, I, I was okay with dialing back even more the socialness. So for me, it hasn't been that, that tough. I can, I can really entertain myself mentally by different reading or different shows or trying to learn shit. You online, whatever. I'm, I can really just get lost in that stuff. And I don't feel like I'm going too crazy. Plus I have employees that come here. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I get interaction, you know, with them during most days. So it's, it's not like, uh, but a lot of people I know, and there's, they, they suffer cause they are really much more social. They want to go out and, and get this contact with friends and all this stuff. And some people are still doing it, regardless but some have dialed way back and it's it it's really a mental thing yeah for some of these people so it 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 is a real thing i'm trying to think of any other major positive things i mean i'm 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 i feel fortunate what we're doing out here and like i said we've got uh our i just i can't really think that's a couple things right there got an espresso machine yeah you did (laughs) i I feel like you've become reacquainted with making fancy coffee well, I'm going to... And this is... And you know it arrived today. Oh, yeah. You're, big la, you're a proper latte right. mug. So, first, I had the regular mugs. That wasn't working out. Then I got some other cute kind of colored yeah, mugs. They're, they're cute, and they have cool colors and everything, but they're, they're dog, not they're dog right. shit for, for what you wanted to use before. They, they're, those are teacups. Yes, they are. That's exactly what those are. Like they're, they're, were, they're, they were advertising them like espresso. They are probably trying to move it a little bit more. That's like, exactly it. oh, espresso's it. hot. We'll, this is what happens when you don't consult me when you're out of your wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, then I bought those fuckers, which you can put... Cereal, soup, chili, and a big fucking well, latte I, espresso. I, I wonder if they're uh if they're oven safe too. You have to you I should look on the box are. and see if they're oven safe. If they're oven safe up to like 500 degrees. You can put like French onion soup. Goddamn right, because I'm planning. on I think I'm going to make French onion soup on Thursday. Ooh. I think I'm going to do that. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. yeah. Ooh. Um, I know there's been more positive things well, have happened to me. I know there have been. Well, if you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rattle off some things for me, so maybe you could. Is there something uh, else that you think that I'm yeah. kind of missing? Other than I don't wait. I tell you what, you're missing. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I'm sorry. Here's a couple of big things. So, uh, I was fortunate enough to have you know I, I haven't flown gliders very much lately, and we had there's a situation coming up where I have some other customers and friends that fly sailplanes. And without going into details, this really kind of nice two place high performance sailplane came available. To a long That's story a two a seater folks for the uninitiated it's a two seater two people can go up You got one person flying it the other person kind of sits in there but they can also fly it as dual controls right dual controls dual instrumentation right auction system it's a really it's kind of a first it class can, if you will kind of nice glider uh, fuck i'd say it's if you can go higher than first class i don't fucking know what it is but that Joe, i saw Joe had a game gander that so today fuck, yeah, yeah, it's beautiful it took him out and showed it to him so anyway so i got four other partners we all put in a little, little bit of money and we bought this thing it was a great price and the fast forward what's going to happen this year so that Wait, report, tell them who owned it oh this this particular glider was owned uh was imported from germany uh from uh, baron hilton as in hilton hotels baron hilton he was his father founded hilton let's say enterprises or whatever it was and turned into a hotel business and then his older brother i think died when he was not that old and then baron was the guy who ran hilton hotels and he was a pilot and a glider pilot and he this would be paris and Nikki hilton's grandfather yes that's who and like it literally says bh on, on the, the, ta- tail, the tail number for baron, H- for baron he, hilton. he got that installed in germany we imported so that's, it's that is so cool to me like yeah. that's that that so baron hilton sat in this airplane i want to yeah. see if i can like, suck up through my butt like some money it's it didn't <laughs> smell like paris hilton sat in there it still smelled new right like new car it wasn't like a dog like a Toy dog smell. <laughs> <laughs> or something. They smell like entitlement and a giant head. Right. <laughs> and now you folks know my, uh, that's one of my weird things. Like, uh, I remember thinking, you know, back when Paris Hilton was still a, a thing, uh, I was like, she doesn't look right. And my buddy goes, she has a giant head. And I look at her, I was like, fuck. Well, now now I I've got to look at her head. Now I can't unsee it because her head's the same size as yours. Is it, I was going to say, a, but, but, she, a, but she's a lot smaller than me, so it's right, even worse. So it looks even, it looks weird. If you look like red carpet photos of her, like from not the right angle, you're like, god damn, she looks like. Uh, remember those ma- the mascots? That's like a, it's a, oh it's a with a big head, <laughs> like the huge, big foam head, oh, like, like, like a paper mache head, could be, a yeah, like like, paper mache, one, yeah, so. like she's in the Dia de los Muertos parade or something, with a giant fucking head. If you look at it, I don't know what her size, her well, head. is. Someone should make like, a Paris Hilton parade head. They should do that and go down and there. They're like, "Oh my god, is that Paris Hilton?" Oh no, that's just a mascot. <laughs> Shit, that's a well dressed mascot. <laughs> oh my god, I anyway, snorted. Anyway, anyway, so the fact that Baron Hilton, you know, owned this is is I think that's kind of cool. But also, it's so clean and so nice. So and. You guys have formed a, a, a flying club, a essentially non-profit or a nonprofit uh, organization. So amongst going, us, going forward, so I will be able to give rides to some of my friends here this spring out here at this airport in this nice little glider. So it was. Uh, I, I want to share this experience because a lot of people, you've been asking me this. A lot of people have been asking me this over the years. Hey, man, can I, is this a two? You have a two plate glider? No,pe sure don't. Nope, nope, don't. No, I don't. You know, and I'm kind of tired of that. And none of us are getting any younger. As I'm told, you know, and yeah. uh, so, so this is, we all, we all pull the trigger. We all kind of talk to each other. None of, we all have our own gliders, our own sailplanes, the whole group, the five people total. But we thought, oh, let's just get this thing and have a two place glider. We can take people for flights and stuff. Which I think is a big thing. It's going to be really good for you. It's yeah. Cool so, so yeah, I'm going to, it's going to force me to get into that a little bit more and enjoy flying around here. And it's, so that's a cool thing. So that was kind of one of the cool self indulgent but still want to share it with other people and maybe get them interested in aviation. I wouldn't even call it self indulgent, man. I would say that that's something that you self indulgent would be if you bought like one or two more single seat like single place okay. gliders. Yeah. That would be self indulgent. You got something that you can take people up and that's the reason why you got it. Yeah, and I don't think that's, I I probably won't fly this thing. I'm guessing probably by myself ever. It's, you're going to go up with one of the partners or a friend. Right, yeah. You know that's probably how it's going to go. So So I so my, that, that's that's the, my highlights of last yeah, year. Yeah, man, there's, there's all good shit yeah. in spite of yes. what's going on. All right. Uh your turn. I my my big thing and I would say like is there's you know there's a lot of trials and tribulations throughout the last year uh not even pandemic related just like my uh father's health started to kind of decline. He's a lot better now. Uh he's now back living uh in in Arizona. He was living in Alabama for a bit. Uh, now he's doing a hell of a lot better. And then right as he was getting better, then mom got the cancer diagnosis. But mom's mm-hmm. doing great. She's uh, three chemo treatments down of four. Oh, three already? Yeah, okay. three three of four. She had the third last, <clears throat> uh, last Wednesday. Okay. Uh, and so she's – and the only real symptoms she's ever – she's had are uh, she lost all her hair, which that just happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she um, – which she has uh, a few wigs and she's digging it like she's like oh that's cool whatever uh she's like I'm also rediscovering hats i just which is so fucking funny <laughs> to hear my mom say Cause I, I've only ever seen my mom wear a hat a handful of times, and it's usually at the beach, and it's usually not for very long. Like she's she feeling okay. She she gets she's well the day she gets chemo, she's like ramped up like you and I on caffeine on a great day. Okay, uh, but that's because they pump you full of steroids before you get your chemo. Yeah. So those when those steroids wear off, then like day three, four, she's mm-hmm. really run down. But it's only only lasts a day or two. Okay. Um, but she, the only real side effects from the chemo that she's had is that her hair fell out, and we talked about this how she d- doesn't like the, like the taste of anything. Oh, or not yeah. the, not the taste of anything. Water. She can't just drink straight water. My but, mom's a water drinker, but She'd she like broke me. the code. She figured with well, someone else gave her an idea, yeah. Yeah. yeah, seltzer water, like she just fizzy water, like that. Take because what it was is she would take a sip of water, tasted like pond water. said she said it would smell and taste like stagnant pond water. Which I thought was I found funny, but like uh, also I feel bad because my mom is definitely a person who could drink a half a gallon of water a day n- on average. Most people don't do even close to much. What did the doctor say? At least they, they, they like and they told her they told her a gallon. A like gallon. try to polish off a gallon, which was tough when it tastes like shit, mm-hmm. you know. So she tried. It. I said, like, "What about flavorings?" And she tried them. You know, put uh, cherry or orange or guava now or whatever. Cherry pond tastes, water. It's cherry pond water, guava pond water, Love peach it. pond water. Mm. Gross, right? Yeah. She tried tea. That was ten times worse. So, um, uh, there's that. And then her hair falling out, but the otherwise like a little bit of fatigue a few days after chemo, but otherwise she's done quite well, which Mm -hmm. to me, that means they've kind of got chemo dialed in. Right. You know? So then she'll have to do some radiation therapy, but otherwise she's doing great. So like that, that was a bad thing and that turned into a really good thing. But But then what's another, some of the good things, uh, I, for you not going out and doing things for like six months yeah. really made me realize how much money I was spending on going out and doing things. Gotcha. So financially, it actually kind of taught me how to be a little bit better. You're like, hey, I've got uh, more money. Yeah, exactly. So with that, I decided to f- realize a dream of mine that I since I was a little kid and went to Hawaii for two weeks. That was a big which one. Which we talked you, an man. entire episode about, but that was... My, I feel bad for most of my friends all those months leading up to it because, you know, I, I said this, I think, on the last episode. I I bought the, the tickets in early August, but I didn't yeah. go until the end of November. So, for all those months, people were just like, fucking, this guy has to shut the fuck up about Hawaii. Like, I was, I, like, I, uh, uh one of my coworkers was like, you know, I was kind of hoping you go to Hawaii and come back and be like, that place fucking sucked. And then you never <laughs> talk about it again because <laughs> you wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, nah, man, it's going to get 10 times worse because I left it. But that was, that was a a life changing a positive life changing experience that I was able to do because of the pandemic. Well, that was a couple of things too because it wasn't it wasn't just Hawaii, which is cool, and obviously you it, know you know someone there. We all have a friend there, uh, Timmy. If you want to, right? Know yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he so, doesn't know how to use podcasts, so he he'll never know that we talk about. it. Okay. Him. So so that's really good. But it was also if we talked about this, I believe, was that it's kind of one of the first chunks of time in a long time that you did a vacation that was not more obligatory if I even said Ob- that right obligatory thank to you something else something else like going to see your family or you got to meet your family here which is okay which while we'll I love my family but I uh, was never I haven't in, had in the past well prior to Portia graduating and being independent and rendering me useless uh yep that's what she did she yeah Yeah. Uh, Prior to that, I didn't have enough money to do two vacations a year. It was it was one, Mm -hmm. and it was to go see family, you know. Right. So, which is you know fine. Obviously, you do both. My brothers got married and did all that, and you know that's and that's great. But like, there's something to be said for having some time to for just yourself. And I hadn't done that since 2005. Absolutely. So that was really really not for you. That was really nice to go there. It, It really was. And then on top of it, and again, I know it sounds shitty, but like I was able to see. Hawaii, like it probably would have been maybe 50 years ago because they're still not fully open. So the tourists, and I was in one of the first waves of tourists to show up there and they still were only maybe... I think they said it anywhere from 800 to 1,200 tourists a day, and you'd have have a test in. to be negative within 48 hours, 72 hours, 72 hours. Yeah, departure. it was 72 hours. I had to take a test. It had to be within 72 hours of, of departure from and the when mainland. When you got there, they want to know exactly where you're going to be. Man, they asked me. They asked me for address. Well, when I asked me address, I said uh, I told them the address, and they go, uh, "What what uh, unit number? <laughs> Because they knew it was a condo, like it was a condo complex. They, are, you mean they knew that on the top of their head? They didn't like no, know that off the top of their head. No, they they well, they, t- they, they it punched up. it in and they kicked back with another question. They had an old computer program. Okay, uh, and then they asked me for my phone number. They asked this and that and that. and and so then when you yelled at him because your civil rights are being violated, then what? Yeah, happened? that's it. They, then uh, then what happened? Uh, uh, they put me onto a uh, traditional Hawaiian canoe and pushed me out of the ocean, like kind of like icebergs, but not <laughs> yeah, kind like, of no like yeah, because there's no icebergs because it's yeah. you know the Pacific, Warm there. The uh, anyway, so you didn't, did you, I'm so, this is a serious question. Did you ever feel like, well, that's kind of personal? Jesus, there weren't. Like, I mean, you knew that was coming. No, I kind of knew it was coming, and, and and I I didn't. I don't care. It's not. I wasn't going to do anything to violate anything there anyway. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so it doesn't even cross your. I, mind. Was, I was so goddamn jazzed to have landed on that island. I was on cloud fucking nine. I I barely remember walking from like getting off the plane and walking to that. Like that, I was you just you like, like floated. I really, well because you know how we have our uh uh, uh like like in Vegas or Phoenix or literally any other airport you go to most of your walking is inside and yes. Hawaii at the the Honolulu airport nope it's mostly outside okay. like when you're walking from terminal to check out you know get yeah. your bags and all that stuff it's outdoors, really? so it's like tropical okay. a breeze, and you can see fucking palm trees. You look out and mountains. Air, the airport, and... yeah, the, you see the mountains on one side, and then you see the you know the ocean on the other because it's right there on, uh, it's right on the on the ocean, like right on the coast where the oh, it's an island. Ends. Okay, I get yeah, it. <laughs> no, the the airport, Dick. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I was just on cloud nine. I was practically fucking floating until I was like kind of jarred into like, uh, sir. Hello. We need your COVID test, please. You know, the Q, and yeah. I had QR code on my phone, and they had to t- they took my driver's license, and mm-hmm. then I had to, I showed them another photo ID, and like also, yeah, they were real serious about it. But I didn't care.
0: But now, anyway, but, but the, because
1: of all this, they still the numbers are still really low. The Numbers right? are still very still low. right now. They're still really low, which is tough on the economy there. But they're figuring it out. Yeah, you know, there's not as many businesses closing there as they thought. Like I, I State of Hawaii had has lots of money in there, or had lots of money in their coffers specifically for things like this because they know going, they're yeah. keeping things going. They're keeping places from you know because uh, the hotels still aren't really open. I think they might be up to three hotels on the island. So open. they're but but you um uh, uh oh I think when you you were coming back. Like because like, Arizona was really getting ramped up at that point. Yeah, and you'd say, "Wow, the whole island of Hawaii or the whole state of Hawaii, the whole had like state four of four like, or something, 16. 16. They had 16 new cases the day before because they put it up on like the little the marquee where kind we of had thing. Like, like thousands or something." Yeah, <laughs> and so I was going from the state with the fewest positive new positive coronavirus cases to the state with the most. Yeah uh and that i i honestly got to a point where i was like i i i actually have felt a, a for the first time during the pandemic that was the first time i felt any sort of real like fear for my own safety like, because oh, I, do I really want to go back right kind of I, yeah. because i realized that proper control masking that like all that stuff i saw how hawaii did it right and i saw how other places are doing it wrong and there's a direct result. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not here to change anybody's mind because I've given up doing that because yep. I'm kind of over it. I don't want to waste the energy. You want to do whatever you're going to do. It's it's already gonna, it's obvious it's, that's what's happening anyway. Right. Which is one of the reasons why I went ahead and just said fuck it. I mean, if this vaccine gives me a third arm, at least I will be fucking protected. Right. So, um, but yeah, like that was that was the big plus uh, in my life, and I also like, but but part of that what goes along with going to Hawaii was like I knew I was going to be more active. So I started trying to exercise more and eat better, which I've fallen off that wagon with when it comes to the holidays. But I'm back on, I'm kind of back on track. I quit smoking. Yeah, you have. Which, had, is, a, or, which yeah. is a big thing, you know, to, and which is you've done a couple times, it, but you're really gonna really try to make it. Stick I think this it's time. gonna stick this time because the last yeah. time it was like the last time I quit smoking, I just had to stay away from drinking socially. Mm-hmm. I, I I just I just I had to because it's that trigger of sitting around with people that are smoking yep. and drinking beer and you're just like all right I'll just have one and then then eventually you're buying a pack of cigarettes right so like that's a it's a tough one it's a tough fucking habit to quit no they, and that's uh, one of the guys that I was uh, that I met in uh, Hawaii who he smoked this guy is probably in his sixties he smoked until he was in his forties and um he said you know man it's fucking bullshit that they don't have rehab for smoking because I did heroin for six years and I could go to rehab and I was able to kick that and I never wanted to do heroin again it took me five years he's a 30 day stint in rehab in Southern California in the 70s I quit heroin hmm. but it took me five years of trying to quit going back to smoking back and forth to quit smoking cigarettes why don't they have rehab for that? So fucking good for you for doing it without the ability of going to rehab and no real programs available. And I was like, oh, fucking thanks, man. I didn't really think about it like that, but it's true. Mm-hmm. So like that's a good thing. But that was all kind of wrapped up in the Hawaii trips. Like doing mm-hmm. going there and knowing that I'm gonna I'm not gonna be the shithead, fat tourist laying around just being fed Mai Tais and lao and lao. Like had, had you did you know a hundred percent for sure? the prior year that you were going to go to Hawaii? Like that was planned that long? Or Absolutely not? not. Okay. So you, no, you no. only plan to go to Hawaii after COVID? Uh, Yeah. No. And, and I made the decision to go. I had been wanting to go. I actually, a year ago, I wanted to go to Hawaii for Christmas. Okay. And I just couldn't financially make it happen. I, think I remember you kind of bringing that up. And well, it, cause Timmy was really hard. He's like, dude, you don't understand. They do Christmas around here. And it's so, it's like funny and kind of strange. But it's really cool the way they do Christmas because they get nuts about Christmas. So the they way. actually do it, but it's palm yeah. trees and, and, and no well, snow and no, no well. Norfolk Island pines. Okay, which is it. the co- best it, Norfolk Island. You know, what Norfolk Island pine looks like right. Yes, it yeah. kind of looks like the Charlie Brown Christmas tree because they don't have <laughs> a lot of needles on them. You know, they're not right. a lot of branches, very sparse. But the, everybody has those. They're everywhere because they're one. Of and the they only, put shit on them and stuff. They, yeah, yeah, it's all decorated up, and they just go like. They have Santa Claus or normally a non-pandemic year. Apparently Santa Claus is in like the shopping malls and shopping centers and shit in like October Mm -hmm. in Hawaii. Like they start celebrating it then, which I thought was great. But but that's a culture where people love big gatherings. So you're doing like everybody has a Christmas party starting the day after Thanksgiving or two days after Thanksgiving. All the way through, like right after Christmas, like, so, like all your friends, everybody's doing a party in some day. Yes, get a date, make sure yeah. you're not overlapping someone else's. And party. I'll tell you, I almost extended <clears> my <throat> trip. Uh, I almost extended my trip one day because uh, one of the uh, guys that I got to be good friends with, Sebastian, he lives on that uh, the Kaiser Permanente. Remember we we're talking about that mm. where uh, the Kaiser guy from Kaiser Permanente wanted a place to attract uh, doctors and nurses and, and whatnot and staff for his hospital. Mm. But he wanted to have a master plan a little so bit further away. From, yeah. So he made this little community. But it's uh, it's called Hawaii Kai. And it's, it's – imagine uh, a planned subdivision, right? Like, you know, any cookie-cutter planned subdivision. Suburb, right? somewhere. Imagine with the winding streets and all that with the cul-de-sacs. Imagine that. But instead of streets, it's uh, canals for boats. Mm-hmm. So you – Pull into your driveway and you have your home and then on the your uh below your back porch is a dock for your boat. Yeah. Like every, almost every home has that, just about yeah, in that entire no, that entire community, is probably two hundred, three hundred homes. That yeah. maybe five hundred homes actually now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. That that's what it is in that community. So got to be friends with uh with him and uh Oh fuck I forgot where I was going with that, oh oh oh, anyway, so all the all the people that own boats in that little neighborhood every year at Christmas time they do a boat parade where everybody just goes hog wild and puts decorations and some people put full on christmas like live Christmas trees on the roof of their boat and they just cruise around the harbor and the kids they throw candy to the kids and shit well, the h o a you know that's in that they said no, you can't do that because thousands of people come from all over the island and they camp out on these little air not camp out but they they hang out mm. just like you would on the side of a street for a parade they do it on the banks to a, get around candy there thrown at them yeah the and just watch the boats come by and and all that stuff they have a whole contest of who did best and all that and so it uh, sounds like fun they canceled it because of covid because oh. the state asked them to not do it because of the huge gathering because all the thousands of people that were show so up so they didn't cancel it because they were just being dicks it was it, the covid it, thing it, was, yeah uh, okay. exactly so okay a bunch of people there decided to go rogue and gorilla style and did it anyway, <laughs> but they were doing it the Saturday evening that I flew back. I flew back oh, that okay. afternoon and they were, I yeah. almost extended it just to see that. Cause I, I had heard that they go crazy. And, so, uh, you know, so these people yeah. that you hung out with that were, they were there though. When you get on their boat at their dock at this place, this Kaiser place, uh, how, when, when you're motor, when you're idling out, how many minutes until you're in the ocean? 15 so it takes it. That's kind of nice. It is. Well, kind of like it's, puttering out. It's, it's a no wake cool. zone. Yeah, yeah. So and you have to kind of wind through. Yeah. Right, and then you go out of the little harbor. It's kind of nice, especially if you're new. It's like, oh, this is kind of nice. Cool. I loved it every hey, time. Look at that house. Oh, that's a cool looking boat. I mean, you're just kind of going out. The, for a while. The one yeah. day that we one of the days we went out fishing was like where we really planned. They're like, all right, we got to be here at 630. We're, you know, wheels up. Essentially, we're fucking pulling out and going. At, yeah. We're going at seven. And uh, sunrise was like seven. 715 or something like that and got it seeing the sunrise from there uh it was just, oh it's just a fucking amazing and of course we didn't we caught one fish the entire day most expensive fish on the whole island that day and wow. you, know, you could feed one and a half people that fish <laughs> <laughs> yeah if i have fucking sucked actually but any day fishing is better than a day doing literally anything else like i yes. fucking love fishing especially out on a boat out on like out you know out out on the ocean so uh but yeah 2020 was pretty fucking awful but it was wasn't, there something wasn't, else that you can think of i know that was a big that was a big deal because you were gone for a while and you planned it and it was a kind of a life-changing vacation was it, there something else that was maybe not quite that spectacular that you can think of oh this was a good thing that also happened uh during 2020 something yeah. else that sticks out really not really no yeah uh which is understandable right because everybody did less yeah, there was a lot less, uh, you, you know. know uh, whatever, I don't know. And I, like speaking of, because we got our, it was over. It was months speaking of getting the repair station certificate. That was mainly done in two thousand nineteen. You know, it that, that was yeah the, most more of it the was months. done. In 2019. We were given yeah. the certificate early in twenty twenty, so that really most of that work happened the prior year. Yeah, uh, and then the cat was not, was not planned. <laughs> the That's glider so thing was a coolest thing, so not really a lot of. Uh, for me either, looking back, there are positive things that happened like we talked about, but not like a lot. Um, but it was there. It was there. It yeah. was a year. We all lived through it. Well, not everybody, but. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I didn't mean to go that dark on that, but it's right. the truth. I yeah. mean, I, yeah. But, yeah. And we so. and with some key people, there were some people, some well-known people, movie stars that lost their lives to this. Yeah. A lot of them were older, of course, and they were already compromise because of their age let's say but right but they maybe would have lived another five to ten years and the, yeah. several of them would have had probably another movie or two yeah exactly at least so we've lost some of that any anyway it's kind of a bummer down note. do you want to like take a break now yeah let's take a or break something else on a high note and then take a break or just no, let's fuck just it. fuck it we're going in we're cutting we right we're gonna make some big cups of uh of espresso latte right now oh i can't wait we'll be back
0: 2, 3 into the 4, Snoop Doggy Dogg and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Cause you know we're about to rip shit up. Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Compton and Long Beach together, now you know you in trouble. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low, make us so we're crazy. Death Row is the label that pays back. unfatable so please don't try to fake this. Yo, but uh, yeah. back to the lecture at hand. Perfection is perfected, so I'm gonna let em understand. and that's realer than real deal feel. And now you hookers and hoes know how I feel Well if it's good enough to get rope off a proper chunk I take a small piece of some of that funky stuff It's like this and like that and like this and It's like that and like this and like that and It's like this and like that and like this and Drake creep to the mic like a fan Well I'm peeping and I'm creeping and I'm creeping
3: but I damn near got caught Cause my beeper kept and Now it's time for me to make my impression felt So sit back, relax, and strap on your seat seatbelt You've never been on a ride like this before With a producer who can rap and control the maestro At the same time with the dope rhyme that I kick You know, and I know, I throw some old funky shit To add to my collection, this selection symbolizes Don't take a tote but don't choke If you do, you have no clue Of what me and my homie Snoop Dogg came to do It's like, like this, and, this like and, that
0: like that and like that like this It's like that, and like this, and like that, and it's like this. And who gives a fuck about those? So just chill to the next episode. What a hell of a gangster lean getting funky on the mic Like a old batch of collard greens It's the capital S-O-S I'm fresh and double O-P D-O-double G-Y-D-O-double G You see? showing much flex When it's time to wreck a mic pimping hoes and clockin' a grip Like my name was Dolomite Yeah And it don't quit I think they in the mood For some motherfucking G-shit yeah So dry What
3: up dog? Gotta
0: give what they want What's that G? We gotta break them off something Hell yeah And it's gotta be bumping. City of Compton
3: not talk, but I'm never off, always on to the break of dawn See you when PTON and the city they call Long Beach Putting the shit together like my nigga D.O.C. No one can do it better like this,
0: that, and this, center. It's like that and like this and like that, and, uh It's like this, then who gives a fuck about those? So just chill till the next episode <laughs>
1: 2021 plans for 2021 joe well first and foremost i'm gonna be active more bitch less love more <clears throat> active uh, i'm gonna ramp up my linguist game <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. i mean cunning linguist game yes I can't wrap up my cunning linguist game. I'm already at peak uh, cunning linguist. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't come up with anything off the cuff off of I'm gonna start doing uh, vocal warm ups. Before the before the show. unique New York. All right. Well, I, I didn't mean to jump right into it, but you know, this is now kind of officially the first almost the first show of the not really, but it is the first show of the new year. It is? Yeah. I don't pay attention to the details. The calendar? Of the show. You don't pay attention to the giant whiteboard calendar to my right? It is giant and it is white. There it yeah. is. What else is giant white? white. <laughs> um, we talked about having a, yeah, you know, obviously, obviously, we got to get through. You know, it's still kind of a mess out there. We got to get better health. We got to get things because you're not going to, you personally probably aren't going to be able to have a, I mean, you know, we do mild, I say we, the community, whatever, is mild socializing, but hopefully really won't be till they think summer to where things are a little more yeah. normal. Some, summer feeling. or fall is what 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 a lot of the, the big brains folks are projecting is fall. And that's only if we get to like, I think they said 70 percent or 75 percent vaccinated vaccinated rate, which. At the, at the rate they're going right now, I, I, it's gonna take, it'll take five years for them to get to that but point. They, but what, I, they, what they don't really know yet is if you have had COVID and you recovered, are you kind of immune? Are you kind of immune? Which, which, would, nobody, can, which yeah. would count as an inoculation. And it, 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 Yes, count, that's true. It could, it could, yeah. We don't know so that, I, yet, Yeah, I don't know. Nobody knows. So, we'll have, so it's like, uh, I don't know. It, the whole people keep using that. For, uh, here's the phrase that I want to put to bed. The, the phrase m- that pays? New normal. Oh, yeah, I hate that. It's terrible. Yeah, I really do too, because it's uh, it's just a it's also it's fucking overused, yes. way overused. Yes, so I'm gonna do my best not to not do that this year. Did I say <clears> new <any> normal <throat> when I said this? I said more normal, I think. more normal. Yeah, I think no, I no, no I wasn't calling you out on that. Don't worry. Okay, about that. Good. well you it should good. if I do, just hashtag cancel. <laughs> um, <laughs> so everybody knows that's out there. It's out there. We're all dealing with it, yeah, or we're not dealing with it because that's what people are doing. Fine. Right. That aside. <clears throat> Do you have any um, personal goals? Or let's say, like, like probably the 420 fucking Sweetwater Fest is off the table right now. Uh, again. They haven't even announced it. Yeah. Right. Now, uh, the other... In that, Atlanta, that folks. One, it's a Sweetwater the, Brewing Company. Yeah, Sweetwater Brewing Company in Atlanta, they in Atlanta. Company they Atlanta these big Georgia. music events. It's fucking great. And you've t- known the Sweetwater brand yes, since the beginning. The very, very beginning. Um, early, and, early, early. And that Sweetwater... Festival or whatever, 420 Festival has been going on. I mean, they kind of started in that uh industrial park or whatever. Yes, my right? first industrial park, where my good friend was the uh, he he worked there for Singular Wireless. I'm going to review this one more time. Way back in the day, yeah. And and uh, he was the corporate jet maintenance guy, chief maintenance guy. In fact, he didn't actually turn wrenches. You know, they hired him to manage it. Like in right. other words, if it was broken, you find the right people to work on this shit. He just had yeah. to manage it, and he was. Paid pretty well to do it, and he had a lot of time off because the airplane was gone a lot. Right. And he wasn't really – he was still kind of on call, like, oh, we've got a bad starter on number two. What can we – you know, and he would make it happen. He would get – and he said, God, they gave me a huge budget. And there really was no limit to the budget. Like, we got to get this airplane. Right. Make it happen. Get somebody up here to fix this fucking jet. Anyway, that's what he did. But quite often it was running well, so he was still paid. And uh, so he was – it was like in the hangar, like – next door or real close or something to the Sweetwater, this new beer company. He was a beer fan. He goes, hey, man, you ought to uh, come up here. I'm going to be uh, up here at the airport working on this uh, bottling machine for this company called Sweetwater Brewery. And uh, it's kind of cool because they, they don't know what they're doing. These guys are great. They, they know how to make really good beer. And uh, you've had Sweetwater beer, right? You, oh, yeah, you I've like had it. lots of it. Yeah, it's no, decent. it's great. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and they don't know how to work. And you know, if something breaks, they're kind of fucked. And I happen to, you know, it's easy stuff compared to a jet, you know, to yeah, fix Yeah, the bottling line, it, the engineering <laughs> yeah. on is not quite as complex. Right. So it's he's still com- too complex for most dudes you know, that know how to brew amazing beer, don't know how to do that. And there stuff. are people that are mechanical that brew beer also. But these guys but weren't, these guys them. weren't. They, yeah. But they just, they were, and yeah. so he would come there and just help them out. And they, they wanted to, it didn't take very long to fix this shit. And they wanted to pay him something. He goes, no, man, like, that's cool. He said, well, how much beer do you want some? Beer? He would just give cases and cases and cases, yeah. and he would load my truck up and go, Jesus, I, I really can't – I really don't want much more of this beer. I mean, I, I can't – I don't know where to put it. I can't store it properly. I can't – so anytime, I, I would go out there – anyway, I'd go out there and, and help him do this, and that's when they had all these big parties. So they had these at 420 on Wednesday every week or every two weeks. or once. I can't even remember if it was every week or not. But you have, they have the tour, a tour of the little small little factory, the little bottle right. and all that. And that was when you would get, uh, they would sample you during the different, pro- you could taste the differences of the different stages. And, yeah. And here's how the bottling machine worked and blah, 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 blah. And, and they would, God, by the time you got done with the studio, you were drinking the whole time. Yep. We were getting just trashed. And it was, and then I remember going there with Mark one time and then there was a couple bands, like a couple trailers, like shitty trailers. And you would be like setting up out in the parking lot, and then there's like a street over in the industrial park, and they were, and Mark, my friend's going, talking to the brewers, goes, what's that? He goes, I don't know, man. I don't, do you not know? No. He goes, people are just starting to show up and set up their bands and playing here on their own during Wednesdays at that's 420. So, that's so badass. It was so organic. It just fucking happened. And now... The Sweet Sweetwater 420 Fest attracts 50,000 people, and it's in... Uh, Downtown Atlanta. Centen- centen- or Centennial Olympic Park. What's going to be Centennial, or, yeah, or, or Olympic or, or Centennial I, Park. I, I don't know, whatever it's... it's It's it, been at Piedmont Park before, which is like a lake and grassy field yeah. and frisbee tossing and dogs and, you know, attractive people sunbathing. And-, and I have another friend named Paul, who the Conservation of Paul's, which we've spoken about, mm. who is from Kingman, that now lives in North of Atlanta. And he goes to that, that festival every year and has for, I think five or six years, yeah, except for, it's well, last, worth going well, last to. year. And the plan was my mom was going to fly out here. This was in 2020. My mom was going to fly out here. My birthday's at the end of April. We're going to go up to Vegas to a festival over the weekend. And then I was going to fly out after she had spent the week here. I was going to fly from Vegas to Atlanta to hang out with Paul and then do this. And then you were going to come out. Right, and I was go. going to come out ahead of time out there to visit, visit family, Alice, and my that. stepmother, and some yeah. friends for a few days. And then you were going to come out. We to all going to go to the festival. Yeah, and you were showing me around your old haunts and just, yep. just you know checked out. Going, and then, to going to Johnny McCracken's. And then, yeah, exactly. The big, big, badass Irish pub. Oh, my God. I could just literally, I could live there. You know, just about. I mean, that would be so cool to get a B&B, like walking into Johnny McCracken's. Yeah. I would be just hammered it's also every day. You know, fantastic food. And it's right big, around the corner nice. from uh, Alton Brown's house. Yeah. Like his, that's on the, on the square. Yeah. <clears throat> that's where so, they film Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Is that square? That's big. Really? Uh, yes. That's not one you've mentioned before. Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't, I don't know if it was the first one or this or, or both of them, but yeah, if you look at when they're on the square, this town, that's Marietta Square. No, oh, I'll be damned. And they do other movies. They filmed a lot of, what was the uh, black civil rights movie that was out a few years ago? Selma. That's it. They yeah. filmed a lot of Selma, the square man. Oh, right also. on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. that but that didn't anyway. happen because of COVID. And I think right. we're jinxing ourselves again because last year- we're like, you know, we started talking about all these plans we had for 2020, and they all went to shit because I was gonna, of COVID. Y- my passport was expired, so I was going to get that going. I was going to. We, we were talking about. We were talking about going to. Uh, I think you and I were talking about going to Europe. Europe, it's somewhere. Yeah, in some way, shape, or form. I don't Ireland, don't remember. Or I don't know. Ireland or something. Maybe Ireland or we Germany. I don't even fuck would have to go back uh, yeah. a year, but then we, you know, that got shit canned. So, so, so for, now, we're, now I'm thinking about that again. That's four months away. Right. And I'm thinking, I don't know if they're going to, like you said, they haven't even announced it. They, they may not be doing it. This I know year. that the reggae festival that my mom and I were planning on going to in 2020 has been rescheduled in 2021 mm-hmm. uh, for the same, essentially the same weekend. And they, it's tentatively the same, like it's tentatively scheduled. Mm-hmm. They're still selling uh, tickets, and anybody who bought tickets last year, they're good. So I don't know if, they, if they're planning on trying to make that happen or what. I, I, I don't know. I know that, uh, let's wait, see, in where? In, in Vegas. Okay. Uh, but I don't know about Sweetwater. I haven't heard about any of the other concert festivals because I was, I mean, if I don't know if you folks, for the newer listeners, my plan, uh, because like financially kids are expensive and I took a year to kind of build up a bankroll and save up, get more financially stable and I decided I was going to spend some money on me and go and do all this traveling and then I just couldn't, the only thing I got to do was Hawaii. But I had planned on going to, I was going to go to, uh, I had originally bought tickets for Coachella and then the lineup when they uh, you buy tickets before the lineup's announced, which is such a shitty cash grab, but it's the way it works, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the lineup would end up being dog shit. So I sold <laughs> I sold those tickets at a at a profit in early January. Like a healthy profit? Yeah, like a healthy profit. Right, like good. like I paid like uh, uh, like almost $900 for two, the two tickets for the entire weekend camping mm-hmm. passes a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I sold both of those for 1400. So I made about That's 500 bucks. That's not bad. It's 50% and, 50% markup. Uh, to yeah. somebody who never got to go, which I still kind oh. of feel shitty about, but, yeah. but I was going to go to Coachella, Bonnaroo, uh, the Lollapalooza that they have every year in Chicago. Mm. Rage Against the Machine and run, uh, run the jewels. Oh, you and I we were going to do other, that. Yeah. We are still going to do that. You still have, we, uh, I still have two tickets. We're going. It's in are June. They, are they saying it's, keep it's these... rescheduled for oh, June? Oh, this June? It's still scheduled for June. June yeah, what? June, My June birthday? Second? June oh no. I'm Something like that. I think it's June second. So uh, in, or maybe Phoenix. June in Phoenix. In oh, Phoenix. Yeah. Phoenix. In Phoenix. Yeah. It's uh, that's so that's that was rescheduled. So I I'm hoping that happens. God damn do it. Do you think? Wait, what? The right things are going with. Uh, that sounds like a bad uh lead-in that's not it's not bad the right thing or someone like me going to be able to get a vaccine before June I would say so yeah okay yeah I mean if you were just a little bit older just a hair older you you could have gotten (laughs) I'd be in the front of the line you wouldn't be in the front of the line but you would definitely been in the second wave after frontline workers that's in the 70s plus isn't it 60s oh really 60 yeah okay I think I think in Atlanta it was like 75 well, there's maybe even there's more old farts there. I don't know. I don't know. Either. I have no idea. Uh, but you're also, you know, uh, healthy. Reasonably you know, so, yeah. Physically, anyway. Right. And, all right, uh, so that's... It's anyway, anyway, it, a possibility. Those are po- all that's a possibilities. Yeah. All right, so uh I put in yeah, for some time off at the end of June... To go to Hawaii again. So you are. that's that's or a you goal. Did. Yeah, I, I already put in for it. Okay. Yeah. It's already there. Uh I have not planned on flying back to Atlanta to visit family and friends. And I haven't he just like to start talking to Alice, stepmother and sister about that. I think it would be fun as hell mm-hmm. to go on a road trip and record several episodes while driving that long of a trip back there. It's only three days. It's not that and it's an easy drive. Well, yeah. It's I mean, kind we did, of a straight. There's not a lot of turning. There's not a lot of turning. No, there's not a lot of. There's <laughs> like there's like 1,500 miles of nothing of no of turns. no turns. <laughs> Just kind of. Here we go. Like I can get if I can get to my mom's house in under 10 turns. I think, <laughs> if we're not counting like turning off the freeway to get gas, when it's literally interstate. Uh, so I 40 to 44 in Oklahoma City, and you cut up to St. Louis and then you hop on 70 and then you get in 70 and head 70 northbound to 75 about five miles turn right drive two miles turn left my mom's house right there like that's that's fuck i just gave you people directions to drive from kingman arizona to my mom's house there you go so like it's even easier just like i-40 all the way to i-75 and then go south well, like 40, it's 40 that's, that's it's faster to go a different way but yes. you literally you go, can you go, go five, to fucking 40 and then you jump yeah. down to 20 is is effect- effectively or right. you can go well it depends it's almost the same though or it's a little bit if you go up through tennessee and then come down or well we jump we, down to 20 and then go to atlanta another option we could do is like blast down to tucson hang out with spawn for a couple days that's true and Take then, the southern route. The, Ooh, then we can the go to Louisiana route. eat all kinds of Louisiana, oysters and stuff. Louisiana, we can go oh, to Aust- yeah. Austin, Texas. And I'd have to call Alice and go, we're just going to stay here and go to Acme Oysters. Hear that? We're in Acme. Can you hear them open up the oysters back yeah, here? You're just on. <coughs> Right, that's where we're going to... We've here for four days. You're supposed to but be here now. Eaten, we've eaten nothing but... Uh, oysters. A, a, a beta beer from Louisiana and oysters, and that's it. And, and the, uh, what's the fucking coffee and the, uh, and the oh, uh, uh, pastry uh, thing down there. God damn it. Chicory coffee, chicory coffee and beignets, beignets at at something beignet, right? Something. Oh my God! It's the place s- to get a beignet. I, 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 I can, I can. I've been there. I've been there twice. I've been there too. Yeah. It has a green cloth awning yep. over the outside patio, and a lot of little outside tables, like a lot. Cause it's. <laughs> wow, <laughs> is it Benny's Beignet? Not no, that. It's, it's not, not Benny's. That it's, no, it's that's a it's a terrible name. Yes. Let's look that uh, up. Is it Cafe something? Cafe Dumont. Cafe That's it. Cafe Dumont. Yeah. It. Fuck, I'm so glad I didn't have to look that up. I put my hand on my phone. That's how close I was to using Google. It was that was close. Okay. Close. Call. Uh yeah. Oh God. That that Southern Route road trip I've done. Not, not I 10 all the way, but I've definitely done from Enterprise, Alabama down to the 10 and then into New Orleans and then. So we could do like a lot of Mexican food and then get into the seafood in the Gulf. Oh, yeah. The and gof. then just, just make it a big, uh, you know, big. Uh, we'll just make sure we hit all the highlights for the. I seriously, I'm, I'm okay. You so. know what I'd want to do too? If we we're going to do that, that? I want to go into Mississippi, go into the Mississippi Delta and find some of the old juke joints and that old blues places. That would be kind of cool. Through Mississippi. Until uh, until uh, 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 what's his name that would come Terry that we're gonna be coming through. Oh hey man, <laughs> I'll drive on down there. And I'll be like meet me at the crossroads. <laughs> and we sell our souls to the you know the podcast gods. I want to go right through the, the yeah the, the the towns that uh, that uh, Mr Johnson was uh, yes playing absolutely that kind of, yeah that kind of stuff and uh, 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 Lead Belly. Yep, in that same era. So uh, yeah, I've never really done that. Every time I've been on the road to drive between here and there it's been it's a it's a mission i gotta get there i gotta get there i'm not even gonna it's gonna be hot fueling right here we're gonna leave the engine running go in there and grab peanuts cokes and fucking twinkies and here we go there is one restaurant one trip i've been considering maybe in late summer uh early fall is a trip i've always wanted to do is drive the entire pacific coast highway from that's a that's a good goal yes uh from san diego to uh uh seattle And then I've got... That's worth doing. It It is. I would like to do that. I haven't done... I've driven... Let's see. I've driven from uh, Santa Monica Pier to Pismo Beach. And I've gone from, like, north of uh, San Francisco up to Ferndale. I've done a large chunk of Oregon and then Southern California, like Santa Monica, let's say, to Malibu and... Pal, not Palisades, excuse me, what's the... Uh, Pacific Palisades? No. no uh, that's, that's Ventura? Right uh, no, it's... Uh, Santa what's Barbara. The, uh, no, there's a school there that my grandfather Pepperdine. almost... Pepperdine? Pepperdine. He would tr- trade his... That's but, Santa Barbara, I think. Yeah, I get, I get. Is it? I think, you know, I think. Did I tell you the story about my grandfather could have had land up there? Did, was this a, I Did think we talk yeah, about yeah, this? Yeah, I think it was a few years ago. With I remember something about it. fishing boat, and he, he told the story. He's like, it was a guy... This is when he was much younger. They were selling his charter fishing boat, he was worked on cars, he had a shop, but he also on the weekends chartered a boat, you know, it was his, in fact, it was a, it was one of the, um, God, was it, it didn't come back from there, it was one of the, uh, I can't believe I've forgotten this, holy shit, this is a cool, this is a cool part of the story, the boat was like one of the landing craft for, for, for D-Day, but it wasn't oh, over there, but it was that factory that made those things. Right, it, yeah. And, and it was with a big ramp in front, but he bought that, I think, and he modified it to a slow fishing boat. And my father, when, when my father saw um, Saving uh, Private Ryan, he goes, that's, they got the sound from those motors, you because know, they, they want to make those, everything sound real in that movie. Course, they, they, yeah. they They did a shitload of work to say, we're going to make the German gun sound like they really did and all the American, you know, we're not going to have any pew ricochet, stupid Western noises. Any, my father said that was what the, it was called the Donna Marie. That was the name of the boat that they named it. He goes, that, that's it. He goes, I haven't heard that. And my father freaked out. He goes, I haven't heard that in 50 years. Cause that was that same engine. He just knows he'd heard it so much yeah. and so many times. Yeah. Well, anyway, so he had this, and there was some doctor person that lived up there or something. I don't know. And, and instead of buying it for, I don't know, $20,000 or whatever it was in the 80s or 70s, 70s probably, 60s, 70s. Uh, this guy had some land up in, which was now, is now Pepperdine <laughs> University. And my grandfather was like, What town is that? I, I don't really, rem- I don't exactly remember. But he was like, uh, You know, no one really, all the way the fuck up there. Who the fuck is going to live up there? What the hell's going to go on it? At- That's bullshit. <laughs> That's <laughs> you know, funny. Yes. Kind of. Why do we want land in that area? you know this is again probably in the 70s that he sold it i'm guessing that wasn't the 80s cuz he didn't have it then It's near malibu yeah yeah okay but it's north of malibu right north and a little bit inland slightly or something sure is that if you look i thought you were looking at a map there nope oh the address is actually malibu but it's it's a, but it's, it's a it's bit the, in it's probably it's it's, it's, it's it's not really on the coast i don't no, think it's, it's it's about a mile inland yeah yeah but it was – because Malibu was, was, was still kind of expensive, but that was in the 70s. So it was still expensive, but not like it is now. No. Jesus. But this was inland where it's, nobody wanted – got to be on the coast, right? That's where all the money is. Right. And grandfather was like, that's, that's, that's not worth anything. And then he, he could have held on to it, let's say, for just a handful of years, and then Pepperdine would have expanded into there. And <laughs> and I would be sitting here talking to you probably. No, because you wouldn't have had to work for anything. You would have been in the jet set crowd. Would I would have already – My baby. heart would have been exploded with cocaine and <laughs> jet fuel. cocaine jet fuel so anyway (laughs) back to the goal so my goal would be to at least see family later in the year something it's not planned yet a date that would be nice that's another thing that i want to do that now that i've hit my hit like a I have maxed out in how many hours i can accrue with the hospital for vacation time Mm -hmm. but i still accrue like nine and a half vacation hour nine and a half hours of vacation time per pay period Mm -hmm. which is a shitload Mm -hmm. that's almost a full shift so i can just save it up and i have plenty banked away so like i could just maybe use i could take like three weeks off i'd really kind of like to drive back to ohio it's an easy road trip i mean it's long but again like it's 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 like we were talking about it's just like three interstates Mm -hmm. so because there's some things that i have that i have access to like first off i want to bring a canoe back here because I've been wanting one, and I the, it, it. Everybody there, wants to. cut con- a certain canoe. There's a you... specific canoe. It's one I grew up with, and it's fiberglass. So if there's any repairs needed, I know a guy. I don't know a guy. Uh, yeah, no. And we well, we can make it all shit hot and super slick and reinforce so it with the rock. Is it your here. canoe? Uh, I mean, it's mine for the taking. Essentially, is what I was told because it, it hasn't been used in ten years. Is it a family canoe? Yeah, it was our first family canoe. Like okay. I was probably like ten, and it's when we bought stored it. in the garage or anything. no, it's fucking outside in the elements. Oh, yeah, it's really? really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Have you seen it recently? Yeah, I saw it like a year ago. Year so and a half is ago. Is it not just like a bunch of holes in the fiberglass and no, that kind of shit? No, okay. there's there's one gash up toward the bow, but that's it's gashed into where it's been patched before. It's you. not down to you know anything. I don't know, it's, it's, it's not whatever, through it's, it's the repairable. hole. No, it's not through the hole. It's still called all. a hole in the canoe. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah. So I and I have some just shit that I've never brought back since I've moved out here, Mm -hmm. and some things I'd kind of like to get appraised because I've got I kind of I think I have some valuable like collectibles because I used to kind of half ass collect uh, comic books. but I also have a ton of baseball. Speaking of getting appraised, it makes you think of money and you have money and maybe you save it or invest it. Here's a little thing I want to ask you this: Have you ever heard of? This is a good. This is reasonable. This is people need to listen to this. I, one of my employees brought this up to me and started, started looking it up. There are, you probably already know this, and I, I need to sign up for this now. Yesterday, do it. It's, a, it's a, a savings tool that you can easily use with your credit card where it automatically rounds up your sale up to the nearest dollar, and that piece of money automatically goes into a fund or an account, and you can pick different stocks, and you can then invest it and in that oh. kind of crap. People should do that yesterday. That would be so easy. Just say it's five cents on one. It could be thirty cents or ninety-nine cents. Right. But whatever, all your little transactions, that little bit that's left over, goes into an automatic investment account where you can then buy stocks and that kind of shit. I think that's the easiest possible way if you use a credit card a lot. And it just goes to like a a, an investment. investment. One's called Acorn. Okay. I looked it up and it got some bad reviews for some reason. But there are other ones that come up. That like it's not a. I didn't know it until one of my employees. I said, Holy shit. And they were a lot younger than me. I said, you should do that now because if you're this young right now and you do that for the next 25, 30 years and keeps automatically going in there and people use credit cards all the time, and they're more than cash. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. You can be amassing a lot of money, almost pain free. It's not like, Oh, I got to put a hundred dollars away a week Well, that kind of, you, you, you feel that you can feel that pinch you won't feel 30 cents on all right or you know, five or, or, or like 70 that. or 30 you right Acorn. all right i'll have to check that out but, that's but, interesting yeah and yeah. that's I, I, I keep telling myself i want to do that and i think it'd be just a little supplement It'd be fun to do fuck it just do it yeah anyway sorry talking about I financially and financial appraised. investment is something i plan on doing yes that would be the easiest right there you don't have to think that, about it. Yeah, you. Yeah, it kind of. You don't have to. I. I've honestly, if I ever come into a chunk of money, mm-hmm. like a large chunk of money, you're the first person I'm going to call. And go, All right, you need to help me with this because I don't want to fuck this up. I don't want to be like the lottery winners that have 150 million dollars and they just end up in prison. I mean, start buying like bass boats for their friends and yeah, no shit. <laughs> and lifted trucks. None and of stuff? my friends are getting bass boats. And buy a ever. buy a McMansion for everybody you know. Oh and- God, yeah. <laughs> no. No. No, there's a handful of people that will get a lot of assistance because they've helped me out quite a bit in my life. Sure. But for the most part, that shit's going to get invested so that I can just kind of live off of it forever, and Porsche will be taken care of. Like that's there are, like there are basic things. I mean, there's I've been out of the active financially investment. I've got stuff going, but I haven't really thought about it a lot. I watch every morning the financial news stuff and see what the trends are and that kind of crap. But I, I would put a little effort into it. If you said, here's whatever – what would you do? Like if you would now I would I would look at it. I, I would I would balance it out. But I mean there are thousands of people that, that can do this shit for you all the time too, different investment people. But I would I would not steer you wrong. I know you wouldn't. Yeah. And you're humble enough to know this is outside of my own wheelhouse, so I will send you right in the uh you know, the direction of this financial the, advisor. There are certain um there's some basic rules that you kind of follow depending on what age you are because I mean, the older you get, you you start moving yourself around towards more conservative. To where if if the stock market does take a big dump, you don't want to lose a lot of your value. As, if you're pretty old, because you want to have access to that money, right? So you start moving it into more conservative things as you get a little bit older and older. So, but when you're younger, you can take a lot of more risk, and because you could bounce back. Usually, it yeah. pays off. I mean, very rarely it doesn't. If you look at any chunk of years, like any chunk of twenty years, like you, you move it year by year by year, on any of it. The stock market, or two ways to invest, are, are solid, solid. Not just a few percent here and there. It's a pretty good, a pretty good result every single time. Ju- just about. Just got to get that chunk of money first. Yeah, you can't, you can't really time the market. There's almost no such thing. I just laugh at some of my friends who try to do that shit. And uh, a couple times I've I've done it a little bit successfully. And some people kind of have more information, or they're really, really that's their life. They, but now, but now here's what happens: you start doing that kind of shit. It ruins your whole fucking day because you're checking in the goddamn stock market all the time. You're going, oh, I want to sell this week. I want to sell this week. Oh, it's not going up it now, now you're one of those that's people. one of those people. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, I've it's met ridiculous. a handful of people like that. And I'm just like, I, I can't live like that. Right. And plus you're not engaged anyway. We're already, not, we're already looking at our phones too much anyway when we're all out. Yeah, that's true. Right. Now, now you're going to look at your phone now because now it's going to depend, your finances depend on right. that stock for doing that one thing. So you, anyway, slight diversion. So, what are we doing on 2021? We're going to entertain myself. You, we're going hopefully, hopefully to go to uh, Rage Against a Machine, hopefully, in yep. June. You're, and you're, and you're, run the jewels. You're going to go, yeah, I forgot about, yeah. You're going to go to Hawaii, hopefully, Definitely. in June. Maybe a road trip. I'd really like, I, I need to get to Ohio to visit family, or at least my mom come out to visit, but that's subject to health and uh, COVID and whatnot. Like, right. Like, I, I don't uh, – like, this uh, – see, it, it's all kind of dependent on how shit turns out with this pandemic. So, like, right. I'm so afraid we're all, to So We're all still anything. a slave to that a little bit. We really are. Which but, we didn't know last year But, like, time. That, that trip, like, if I uh, – well, hopefully, shit gets better in California, which it can't get much worse. Like, it, it really – and I say that – If you – heard what the, is this true? They're triaging people, and they're telling ambulance people to not bring if anybody that's close to – If you don't think they have a good chance, don't even bring them here. Right. Yeah. Like, don't, don't even bring them to the hospital. True. Yeah. Wow. No, it's COVID or not. If someone has a bad accident and they're going to be, it's going to be a rough haul for them to make it, don't even bring them here. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. They have an acuity level, you know, or how the severity of of whatever's wrong with them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's bad. It's really, really bad. Like I saw that uh, yesterday, like last night at work, I was reading the news and I'm like, oh, shit. But it, it that happened. That's not unheard of. We just didn't hear about it much in this country because it never got to that point. It didn't mm-hmm. early in Europe. It did. Italy was, Italy was like that for oh, a couple God, of months. Oh, God, it was bad in Italy. Uh, Spain got hit real, real hard like that, too. They had the same problem. Yeah. Uh, that was now, right, and I don't know if you know about this, but, like, there's a real nasty rift between Spain and Portugal. Like, they've always kind of had, like, a weird... Kind of fuck you were Portuguese. You're like, nah. You're really kind of like, like, like weird, us. like almost Spanish. Yeah. And so they've had, but that that, that was just more like a cultural rivalry. Uh, Portugal shut their borders down to, 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 the, to, Spain to Spain last year when when things were starting to get real nasty in, in Spain. Spain and they yeah. weren't letting people into Portugal, and fuck, that's like that's almost it's on the verge of a human rights violation. Because Spain was reaching that point, had reached the point where they were—they oh, needed help. 100% capacity on ICU beds, 100% yeah. capacity in all their hospitals. They, because Spain has nice weather, you know, they had people outside mm-hmm. that were just—they just put up like easy ups and shit, circus tents. was oh, another one, you. another big, like on the Mediterranean, probably a lot of room on the because it's nice stable yes. temperatures. Yeah, yeah, and that they were putting patients out there. Yeah, it was bad. Wow. And Portugal's like, nope. Like, can we please let people come in there? No, absolutely not. And in the EU, that would be like that because they're kind of the European Union is kind of kind of like the United States where you you're you're a citizen of the US. You're a citizen of the EU. You can move freely between any of those countries. No big deal Mm. to close that off and say you can't come in here. That would be like Arizona telling folks from California, you can't come here which people would make very happy about that here in the I'm state. sure there would be tons of people very happy Yay. about that but you still can't fucking do something like that it's unconstitutional right. and right. it's also it's it's verging that thing is going to go in front of the 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 EU like world court because their, oh, it is their, it's, it's yeah, Spain's to, like yeah. that's like a that you people, so they're still they've still done this. People died because you didn't let them come in there. So they're they're is it basically, still closed now, or do they? Change I don't your... I don't know if it's reopened or not. Okay, I just I I didn't even know I knew that things were bad in Spain, and I knew that Portugal they weren't that bad, and um, like during uh, March, April, May, but I did not know that it was so bad that Portugal was like no, they posted armed military along their whole build their border and wouldn't let anybody in. Mm-hmm. And if you were a Portuguese citizen, you went into Spain, you didn't come back. Wow. Yeah. So most people didn't leave Portugal because they didn't need to. There's no reason. They're like, hey, you know, things are really like, okay like, here. Like you didn't get a stamp, like at a concert, and you can come back in. Right, exactly. <laughs> you weren't getting into embrace. Don't lose your bracelet. You won't be able to get back in. It wasn't like that. Yeah. It, it was – and so, like, I kind of understand Portugal doing that, but I also can understand why you reach out to your neighbor for help, and your neighbor is like, nah, I can't really do it. Sorry. Yeah. That – like, that – it really sucks, but it also in twenty twenty one. I think we should all maybe chill the fuck out a little bit. Yeah, all of us, everybody. Yeah, whatever part of the political spectrum you're on, fucking Jesus Christ, chill I the if fuck I could out. Smoke a little weed, do a little bit of mushrooms. Maybe like if everybody, what would happen if everybody? smoked a little weed and did some mushrooms okay so now you're getting into like that, everybody uh, some real crazy hippie mentality yeah. uh, Ram Dass kind you, you of shit you told me which to chill good. out and I'm, I'm doing it so yeah like if everybody just did everybody <laughs> on earth needs to do psychedelics at least once in their life and right. now we're getting into that fucking that territory. probably would change if you just instantly did that like in one day like tomorrow everybody agreed the whole world for whatever yeah. goddamn reason they all agreed to do one thing which would never happen but they said yeah we'll just do some mushrooms we'll do some psychedelics which that reminds me, I have to tell you this. This fucking cracked me up because I'm such a dipshit. Uh so I follow, you know, Terence McKenna. You mm-hmm. know who he was, right? And the, folks uh, for big, you, yeah the uh, the mushroom guy. He, he was, was a huge proponent of of, of psychedelics. Uh, uh, psychedelics, yes. He was also known as kind of a modern American philosopher. Um, you know, he, and just all around really cool guy. He died tragically, very young. I think he was like fifty. Trag- tragically. Tra- <laughs> Terrell Ford First. tragically died today of a bear attack. <laughs> now, come on. Now, come on. And I'm gay. Uh,
2: uh, everybody, okay.
1: just stop what you're doing. <laughs> Go to YouTube and look up the – what the fuck? What show was that? Was I don't the even Dana know Car- what show it the was. The Dana Carvey show. He actually it, had a show. It didn't yes. run for an – it didn't even make it a full season before it was canceled in, like, the mid-'90s. And everybody who's, everybody who's hilarious now – was a writer Involved on that. In it. Uh, Yeah Stephen Colbert St- Colbert yeah. uh, Steve Carell uh, Dana Carvey of course Louis C.K. was one of the head writers on there And there was all these like yes, All these people writers Yes And it was a variety show Kind of like Saturday Night Live But way more subversive And on prime time During network TV Right and they had a, they would have like a different sponsor every week, kind of like the old timey TV shows, It was like the the Dr Pepper Dana Carvey show or the it Taco kind of Bell. Funny, it's it, funny. It was funny, and there yeah. were real sponsors. Yes, but they did some real subversive shit on there that was just like really pushing the envelope. And one of them was, who, so who yeah, it, Dana it, Carvey does Ra- great, great, great impersonations. He was doing Tom Brokaw. Tom Brokaw, and he was. Record- he does a very good. Dana Carvey is a great impression impersonator, whatever impersonator. Impersonator. (laughs) Impressionist Impressionist. would be a painter. Impersonator. He might be a good impressionist. He maybe is a good impressionist, but that's not the context of what we're talking about here. Okay, yeah, Mr. Art Man. Yeah. (laughs) Artie Man. Mr. Art Man. man, Artie Farty Man. (laughs) So he's doing Tom Brokaw, and and, and this was a true thing where Tom Brokaw, I believe this is true based on true story, he was going to take a a good, good chunk of time off. From. Yeah, he took, I think he took like six weeks off, like a long extended vacation. Right. He was having to record. So, this is a spoof on, on that. It, having to record things just in case something bit major happens. And they were talking about Gerald Ford, former president Gerald Ford dying. And that's the skit. So, they're doing all these and, takes of different oh, scenarios like just of case, how he died. And it's him sitting in front of the screen. <laughs> and he's like, Gerald Ford tragically mauled to death by coyotes today. And, and, and then, then they, usually, Tom, you go. Come on, come on! Like, hey, we just want to be prepared, man. We just want to be prepared. You're going to be gone. Gerald Ford gets mauled by coyotes, and then we got nothing, and we have nothing. And he's like, okay, fine. What's the next? And then one? so it do and then like like a small plane propeller accident, it yeah. <laughs> chopped him up, and then uh, probably sharks. Gerald Ford tragically mauled to death today by. <sighs> <laughs> Mauled by wolves, and I'm gay. <laughs> it, oh come on, that's not going to happen. I, but I'm not gay. You never know. You never know. Maybe Gerald Ford gets mauled to death, and, and you, uh, uh... and then you decide to come out, and then we're stuck without a proper. And then he, he kind of go to to he says, and then uh, and then Dan Dan Rather has a story. Now look at that, Dan Rather. Yeah, Dan up. Rather gets the scoop, and you're on vacation, <laughs> and we're left with our pants down. It's such a funny sketch. Dana Car- Ford. It's, it's hard, hard, any fucking way. <laughs> Okay, I'm so sorry. Where, where were this we? This is my funny bonehead shit that happened to me last night. Is this where we left off? Terrence I... McKenna. Yes. Oh, there it. Terrence you. McKenna, okay. his daughter. I was reading there Ter- Terrence McKenna because I read way too much into, uh, I'm not into things. Well, I do that too. But I, re- I was reading about Terrence McKenna a few years ago and I come to find out that his daughter, he has a daughter about my age. I think she's like, I think she might be 40 or 41. So she's a little bit older than me. Okay. Um but she's a professional photographer. She does really great photography. She also manages his like estate and books and things like that. So I follow her on Instagram. Her name's Clea, uh Clea McKenna. Uh-huh. It's Clea McKenna Photography. Okay. Is she good? She Oh yeah, she's phenomenal. Okay. Uh There is a photographer here in town locally whose name is Audrey McKenna. Really? <laughs> yes. She's, I think she might work with the Kingdom Center for the Arts or something like that because she's active with the downtown crowd. I've actually never met her in person, but I liked her photography. I'm sure it was suggested I've seen to me. Something on Facebook of she, hers, I'm sure. So her name is Audrey McKenna. Okay. Follow her on Instagram. Last night, in my somewhat stressed state, it was a rough night at work and, uh, I just I had like a spare thirty seconds. You mean I was with the, looking with a fake uh, virus with the fake virus, yeah. right? So So yeah. I'm I'm scrolling through Instagram and I see uh, like, oh, this uh I saw it pops open like a story and it says uh, uh Mc- all I saw was McKenna photography and da-da-da. I got a freebie today uh, from West of Third and Wet Dirt and I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> I thought it was Clea McKenna. I thought Terrence McKenna's uh, daughter got sent some promo shit from the ladies at uh west of third and wet that. dirt they should and i'm gonna pitch this this to them because yeah. it was for a solid minute i'm watching this and like my coworker, she's like what are you watching and i'm like i because i don't normally watch audio it's rude you know like that mm. i don't normally watch that video with the audio and i'm like I, i've I, the terrence mckenna this this woman i work she's like 22 she has no idea who the fuck i'm talking about and right. i'm like this is crazy. How does she know somebody in Kingman? How did this happen? This is crazy. It's like two worlds collide for me. And then I realized, wait, that's that's not that's the wrong McKenna. Like, eh, wah, I felt I, I felt like such an idiot, and I'm so glad I just told all twelve of you people. But now it's a good idea. It is kind of for a her, good it, idea, yeah. Because you would think that everything that Wester <laughs> Third has would be right up. It would be right, right up up for their alley. Exactly. You would think so? Yeah, yeah. So I and then I'll, she might come through, and then she I might reach out to them and. She might tweet <laughs> it and fucking put it on a, at some point. Yes, and then they'd be swamped, and then with, they blow up, and then forget their roots, and they just like ah, they we, go, yeah, they'd be yeah. rock stars They'd be like Madonna when she realized she was going big, and just She's like her. you're still Madonna from Detroit, okay, <laughs> Cheryl Ford. Ford's- you remember, he got the words tragically mixed up. He said something, something tragically or tragically. It, it, it was it, so funny. It, he got the words transposed. The whole fucking thing is funny. You people need to watch it. Yes. I'm going to make Paul watch it here in about five minutes when we're done with well, this. Well, what Joe made me do, actually, is we were watching the runoff in uh, in Georgia. I don't, I don't know how many are left, how many votes are left. Yeah, that Georgia is doing their runoff election. It looks like it is, might go full Republican in the Senate, which is fine. I don't care. Whatever, but it's close. The race is yeah. close, and then and then we start talking. You start talking about Newsroom, which I hadn't seen the show. Which, I, which I've been trying to tell him about the show for like five right. years, and he just so we watch the uh, the classic clip that everybody is aware of on the, uh, the you, Newsroom it, season one episode one. You if said. you know, then you know. But yeah. yeah, season it's season one episode one. It's the first like ten minutes of the episode. Oh, Okay. Like there's no other intro than what we watched. That's yes. exactly how the show opens up. Okay. That's we we watched the first like ten the minutes. Opening. and it's yeah, if you people have seen the newsroom, you know what clip we're talking about because yes. it made the rounds and went On actually HBO. It went, it went, from HBO. N- N- yeah. Jeff Daniels. Great. Just everything about it is great. And I made him watch that. And then. Well, I've seen that before. And it really is more apropos today than it was politically eight years ago even. Right. And then. But I asked it because you said you told me I didn't know that was. I assumed it was deep in the series. You know, no, that was the opening. That is how it started right. off. So then I said, well, well, that's a strong as fuck opening. Does it. Continue to does it go through? Does it? You said absolutely. It starts from there and goes up. Yeah. Goes up from there, and which I thought was hard. Yeah. That's phenomenally hard to believe, but I will believe you. And I am not watching any shows now at all, so I so will you need to start watching that. Please start watching that. Yeah. Uh, but then we did the Silicon Valley. We went. We were serious and we we're like very patriotic looking. It was like America. This and then and then somebody said you said middle out, and so we had to watch the. It, Silicon Valley if you people have ever seen this show Jesus also it's HBO also yeah. HBO Silicon Valley yeah there's some high level tech techie shit in there but it, like lame lay people can watch it it's like four seasons not that many it's like 30 minutes or 40 minutes per show they're so funny the writing is yeah. unbelievably funny uh, I, that's another thing I was going to say in 2021 I'm going to create more yeah, that'd be uh, a good spent, idea. I got a bonus. I got my stimulus, and I got a bonus from the uh, hospital for the first time ever. Your stimulus cool. came in uh, this go around? Uh, Some people Saturday, gotten... morning. Saturday oh, did? morning. Okay, yeah. good. Saturday morning, I got my stimulus, and early Sunday morning, I got my bonus. So that's like an extra $1,100 in my bank account. It's was kind of nice. Nice. So, um, but uh, I knew I was getting that, and I thought, you know buy. Oh, we talked about this on the Christmas episode. I bought myself that little... A sequencer and keyboard yeah. kind of thing. Sorry, I've been playing around with it and making just little bit bits and pieces here. Eventually, you people will hear some of that, uh, some of it on the podcast because I'll do some different intro music and all. Oh, that I'll, would be lovely. Uh, lo- that be lovely. would be lovely. <laughs> Jesus. I would love to, love to hear that. It's always good to be more creative anyway, period. And you should always, that's if you can, I'm telling you, that's what keeps the human spirit going. Yeah, it does. Seriously. I should have done this. I should have done it a, like a year ago or right, right when the pandemic started. And I just, I didn't. And just, I think being creative reason, will, get, will get a lot of people that are struggling mentally through this yeah. bullshit that we're having to deal yeah. with. If they can make some time to be creative in some way. I'm telling you, that's part of the human. That's why our brains are so big. I think. No, actually, if you want to go by the stone ape theory, it's because of the mushrooms. That's why our brains and then are so big. Fat from beef and cooking, eating animals. able to. Well, they the theory is that we. It's not the theory. What what made our brains not beef quadruple meat, in in, in size? Uh, from you know early early humans to modern what we have now is uh is fire is discovering fire as we cooking meat when you cook meat you unlock more nutrients than if you eat it raw which is what obviously most animals right. do and so that's where but, the term but, meathead comes from <laughs> <laughs> or fathead fathead Fat, someone early on thousands of years ago because someone's head started getting big like mine yeah and they're like <laughs> that guy's onto something <laughs> What is he doing that we are? Why is he? You're just like, but, <laughs> God, Jesus Christ! <laughs> He's playing around the, with the idea meat. is how did we discover Could fire? Meat. How do we right. discover fire as humans? How do you come up with the idea of of fire? Well, well, you, you assume it's a been, lightning strike. Yeah, that's like that's like obviously that's that's kind of that's kind of the Occam's razor of that, right? Sure. But if you want to get more complicated, it's that uh, early, you know prehumans basically our you know ancestors pre you know early hominids followed herds of of animals around it's not very Christian of you right now I'm telling you right now yeah totally no, I know I realize it's only like what seven thousand years old sure. is that what we're getting at let's uh, let's just go down this other theoretical thing that could have happened yeah <laughs> and the idea is that that we you know early hominids traveled in packs they followed animals animal shit. Mushrooms growing shit. We eat the mushrooms. We see weird shit. Then we discover fire. Right. And then it kicked off our brain brain cavity growing at this ridiculous rate. So, yeah. I love that theory. The, the Stone Age so theory. I, I, have, that's yeah, Terrence McKenna. Terrence McKenna exactly. came up with that. Yeah. So, there's the combination, really. I mean, you want to just boil it down, is mushrooms and cooked meat. Some mushrooms, the same, mushrooms and cooked meat. Kind of, right? That's the two I, things. It's so fucking funny to me. Like, I... it the. the Right? I'm a proponent of psychedelic therapy because I've known people that have done it, and I know that it works, and I know that it's helped people. But <laughs> I'm not a big proponent of everybody on earth just needs to eat some psychedelics, man. They'll just solve all the problems. It, it'll solve all the problems. I think it'll create more problems currently <laughs> in the world that we're, we live in. I think it would create more problems. Okay, like if you were – let's just say you were – I'm just going to – sound like I'm picking on these – this group of people, but whatever. So, so if you're a, a, a Christian fundamentalist, I mean, you are just, and you go to your church, you're kind of the Bible thumping, which sounds again, negative thing, but you're a strong religious person. Right. And you make sure everybody knows it in your life. You have a Bible at your bedside and you, you pray before you get in your car. I mean, you just, you're one of those people. Right. And you do mushrooms, like not heroic dose, but a good amount of them. Is does that mean that you're going to be more enlightened? Or are you going to think you saw Jesus and Jesus came to you, and is now now you're a super mushroom Jesus guy? It could be, yeah, you could go that way. Like the the actual uh, body of Christ is mushrooms, like you know, right? Like that's and you're really into that, and you have you form your own church because it would still Christian. So it could, but kind of hippie church. You could go that direction, I guess. I guess yeah. it's possible. I I think most people that do psychedelics uh in any sort of moderate to medium dose probably walk away with it with some sort of maybe not a life-altering experience not a major life-altering experience but most people walk away with, with some insight yeah as tiny, to how they have been acting versus how i should be acting going a, a forward. little bit like you're you're here right here and now it's moved you over here for this different perspective a slightly right. different yeah. at least a slightly different perspective on the world and Again, your place in the world, and now you're talking about opening up the doors of perception. There you That's go. some Aldous Huxley shit right there. Yep, there it is. Oh, 2021. That's where we're going. 2021. That's everybody going. needs to do more psychedelics. <laughs> that's what. That's what we're going to end up with. <laughs> but I would say this: we can close out. But I would say this: I think the what sounds better is next year, 2022. That just sounds better to me. It does sound a little in better 2021. 2022 2021. Yeah. I can't believe that I'm alive to see these years. It's really strange. And it's like, kind of weird, isn't it? Well, I if I remember back to like like I can remember my dad telling me uh right after I graduated high school, which would have been in ni- summer of 99, saying uh the next 20 years is going to go by very quickly. I don't I, I don't think you understand how fast. I'm be like, whatever, old man. <laughs> Cuz I know everything. Yeah, right. Cuz yeah. what did Oscar Wilde say? My favorite Oscar Wilde quote I am not y- nearly young enough to know everything. He's <laughs> such a bitchy old queen, but he was so fucking on point with everything. Yes. Anyway, uh, my dad told me that, and I remember, and he's like, 2019 is right around the corner. He told me that in 1999, and I didn't believe him until about I don't know six months before my 20 year uh, class reunion in 2019, <laughs> and I was like, that motherfucker. And my dad remembered telling me that. He goes, do you remember what I told you after you graduated high school that, it, that 20 years are going to go by like nothing? Like, yeah, I remember. Well, yeah. think about it. You're talking about 1999. That's your graduating date? Is that what you uh, say? Graduating or your, year. Yeah. Year, whatever. date. Um, I remember the New Year's Eve party where it was. Of course, this is the big switch, right? Everything's going to be falling apart. And you think, that's motherfuck. That is 21 years ago. Yep. I was in Vegas for it. Yeah. I wasn't even 20. I wasn't even on the strip. I was, I was partying with... Um, uh, well, not Linda wasn't partying because she was pregnant. But uh, ninety nine to two thousand New Year's, I was in Vegas at a friend's uh, apartment, partying it up. I remember it was. This there was, there was a uh, one of our gang. lived in a. I don't remember if this was in a subdivision or an apartment complex, but there was a nice um er, next to the pool. What would you call it? Not not a pool house, but it'd be like a, a a building that was a common building for the community. Yeah, like like a yeah like, like a the, what's the word for that thing like a meeting hall or something like not, that But it yeah. looked, looked like a house yeah. but it's like yeah. a there's a kitchen area and kind of a some furniture there and so they we rented it out it wasn't that much money like they planned it way ahead like for 100 bucks or a couple hundred bucks so yeah all of us went there it wasn't a huge let's say 30 people and most of us knew each other and we thought we'll, we'll all be somewhere in case the world does come to not a world but you know it, things go really wacky We'll always be somewhere, and we're not going to be like downtown in a high rise in case the elevators quit, right? And that kind of shit. So we're just going to be here, ground level, our vehicles, and then it nothing really happened at the stroke of midnight. So right. I, I think we went downtown to Buckhead and got even more drunk. I think that's what we did <laughs> after that. Went now, to actual bars. Another thing that uh, this year that celebrates twenty years is nine eleven. Golly, yeah, that, that really is so fucked up it makes me feel old but uh, it's funny i was uh, the person i was texting with before uh the what kicked it off was portia sent me she sent me this uh tiktok uh videos a guy walks in the convenience store he's like he yeah, just puts a six pack of beer on there and uh the guy goes yeah let me see your id he goes do i need to pull out of my wallet or do you, can you look at it here and he just looked at it through his wallet he goes uh ah, you don't need to pull it out he goes really he goes yeah i can see the one yeah <laughs> and he's like what the one, you know, at, for your birth year. And he goes, he just got this look on his face like, motherfucker. Yeah. Because 2021 is the year that if you have a 19 on there, you're automatically over the age of 21. It could be 1999. Right. doesn't matter. Right. But you see right. the one now. Yep. now yeah. That's, and now you know. I think about it, you know, and Portia, you know, the the spawn, she's turned to 21 in this summer, yep. which boggles my mind. That is The older she gets, the more I'm just like, I'm not aging, though. She is. I'm not. I can't be aging. Right. I'm not. Like you, meet, you haven't seen a friend in 10 years. You're like, God, they look really old. I certainly don't. Right? No, I'll tell you, I going to my 20-year class reunion a couple summers ago, That there's a lot of people that didn't age as well as I did, and I did not age all that well, I don't think. Well, I, uh, I we've all done this before. So I remember I, I will see someone on television or see someone that introduces me, and I'll, and I'll say, how old is that person? And like they're like my age exactly. Yeah. And I'll start really examining myself in the mirror and going, all right, I, am I... Am might get the fuzzy. If I got the vaseline on the lens, or I'm, you know, what what am I what am I doing when I look at myself? Am I that old? You've looking got as that guy uh, that uh, airbrush airbrush filter mirror. thing going on. Is that? I like don't the, think I look as old as that guy. Goddamn and, Snapchat filter mirror, right? <laughs> just to make you feel better about yourself. So I I, I still think about that. I'm thinking, <laughs> am I just delusional when I look in the mirror? Most guys are right. Women are very I, critical. Men are delusional. Uh, yeah, I, I think the I think on the whole you're you're probably right on that. Yeah, and we're like, oh my god, they're so critical of this, that, and this, because that's the way they were brought up, right? And all the advertising yeah. and marketing and bullshit. They're they're very very critical of them of themselves, physique wise, body wise, makeup, face, hairstyle, yeah, everything. It's weird. It's anyway, it's weird. So it. we're gonna do a tiny bit of traveling, hopefully. Maybe see some public, couple whole, of a public event. The whole world needs to do some and then mushrooms. But actually what I am going to do is hopefully this little two-place glider that we talked about earlier, uh, I, I hope to give some rides in that. I'm going to break this news. Go ahead. Uh Dr. Dre's in ICU with a brain aneurysm. What the fuck? I hope that's not a joke. I hope this isn't some sort of... Doctor Dre needs a doctor. Did someone? Did, did someone text you that, or did you? Something I just come, got texted like, that the, fr, from a friend. Obviously, no, Paul, from an enemy. All right, let's look up Doctor Dre. Doctor Drew. I don't give a shit about Doctor Drew. <laughs> doctor Drew. Auto corrected. Yep. Dre suffers brain aneurysm and is in ICU in L.A. Oh, they found him an ICU bed in L.A. Well, Surely did. He is one of the greatest producers of all time and one of the greatest rappers. Wow. He's at Cedar Sinai. So
0: those you know, don't work out real well. Suffered an aneurysm sometimes.
1: Monday and was rushed by ambulance to Cedars and was taken directly to ICU. He remains Tuesday. He's stable and lucid, but doctors don't know what caused the bleeding and they're doing a battery of tests. Well, if he's, well, uh, if stable, he's sta- and lucid, stable and, then he's stable and lucid, then he might be okay. Is, yeah, but if they don't control the brain bleeding, it puts pressure on there and it causes all sorts of problems. Uh, well, I guess fucking album's still delayed. Fuck. 2021's <laughs> right off to a great yeah, start. Yeah, 2021's off to a great start. Fuck 2021. Right, yeah, fuck How 20, old 20, is Dr. Dre? 55. So he's- I just saw uh, that. I'm not guessing. You're younger than me right. or two, whatever. Yeah. He's a, kind of my age. Yeah, but he's like, uh, he doesn't constantly bleed in steam. Are you you're, sure he's I, not? He's creating, though. He's creating, he's- he hasn't created jack fucking shit there, since two thousand. That's His problem, right? Yeah. He needs to get out yeah. there and do some more rapping and get on the road and yeah. and bleed like you said, bleed some steam. You can't just sit around mm-hmm. this lazy boy, eating popcorn and whatever the fuck he does. Uh, he probably produces shit now, he, right? He, I know he still produces shit. He just hasn't produced a Dre album. That's what I. That's what we want. We it's give the needs. people what they want, and we'll stop giving you fucking brain aneurysms. Full blown Dr. Dre. <laughs> stop giving you brain he got I the can't. vaccine that's what caused the fucking he got the vaccine You're he, gonna, has, he got the vaccine aneurysm that's what happens when you peak in 1993 with the chronic motherfucker <laughs> god damn it now he's in the now he's getting the chronic in the hospital oh, oh boo boo alright well are we done? yeah I think we're done I gotta check more on this Dr. Dre situation okay. alright happy 2021 folks we'll to see you. you yes happy bye